and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin LeClue. <laughs> Colin oh. Cunningham. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, You're in the room with us. Please, thank you for having me in your podcast. Do you have your ponies or your donkeys? Or? Hey, my donkey is Lulu and Whiskey. <laughs> Do you think it's called Lulu because he still <laughs> wants to make fun of Lou Ferrigno? <laughs> Which you can L- see a whole feature no, he film called pumping it, he iron called about it that. Louis. <laughs> Louis, look at the look at Louis over there. He's eating his carrots on the ground like an animal. <laughs> okay, well, it is officially December, so we are uh, feeling very festive and holiday esque around here. This this came out of nowhere. This holiday season. <laughs> oh yeah, well, twenty twenty one's been a weird year. I thought um, you meant jingle all the way. You're like, where did this movie come from? I've never heard about it before. <laughs> Uh, so, um, this was actually a bad movie lottery pick (laughs) and we requested a holiday movie and we got one. Uh, so our winner, I apologize if I mispronounced your name was Juha Matula and, uh, they were thinking of giving us a hard one, but then they were like, well, Jingle All the Way is really what I really want to watch every year. So I don't want to torture you guys. How about you do this one? And I was like, great pick. This is like Justin's favorite movie. Yeah. Justin, I can't I believe we it. haven't talked about it yet. It feels like I have a PhD in Jingle All the Wayology. I, I swear to God, <laughs> I, I would have sworn like weeks ago that we already had. I thought the same thing. April, and you're I, the I, archivist. I we haven't like, talked about I checked, this. No, I checked. We haven't talked about it yet. You probably did it on ICC, huh. probably on a Patreon, I'm guessing. On like Loose Cannons as well, I think. Like I've talked about it <laughs> a bunch. Something, I, I just might talk about it like in general. Well, okay, yeah, just on a daily history. basis, like you're like, life. here's my history with this movie. Put I did that not cookie grow- down. <laughs> no. I, I, I knew about it, but I did not grow up watching it. Um, I think I was like, that's stupid. And maybe I caught some of it on TV, but I was like, I don't like it. I think it's dumb. And then as I became a young adult, it was covered by a lot of um, bad movie YouTube channels, podcasts, mm. other things I was into. So I would get like joy out of it that way. And then... Um, uh, one year, I think I was at my, my mom's for Christmas and I was like, it's on TV. Like I had a couple drinks at this point. Let's put it on. It's hilarious. You guys like in my kind of like, I'm going to trick you into watching a bad movie. And then we were kind of just like talking the whole time. It was so just like on in the background and then we would like point at it and laugh. And then we watched it again, um, maybe last year or the year before because, uh, uh, Red Letter Media did a commentary track for it. So we watched it along with that. And uh, I think that was the last time I saw it. So this is my first time actually sitting down and paying full attention. And uh, So you thought you were too good for Jingle I, I, All the Way. I did. But I knew how much you loved it, Justin. Oh, I love this <laughs> you movie. And, you and your partner, Emily, talk about it We watch it every, every year. <laughs> and I was trying to think when it kind of clicked into place that I'm like, I love this movie. And I can't remember. I would have seen it when it came out, probably on VHS. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I loved Arnie, but it was only like probably in the last 10 years that I like sat down <laughs> and watched it properly. And I'm like, oh no, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I will... think that moment for me may have been last night. I don't. I, 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 welcome to the full. <laughs> oh, yeah. The night before. We watched sorry. this a couple nights ago. But yeah, yeah. I, I just like I, I've always kind of hated this movie because of just how obnoxious <laughs> it is. I think, you know, not as a movie, but just as like the concept and, 
you know, I, I went through the uh, the Cabbage Patch riots. I survived mm-hmm. uh, the Tickle Me Elmo riots. And uh, so, so I know what this movie is going for and what it's all about. Maybe it's just like PTSD from like living through those times. But I've always... Like you couldn't get to the store or you wanted a Tickle Me Elmo and you're still haunted by the fact that you never got <laughs> one. He was like an adult when Tickle Me Elmo came out. <laughs> oh, whatever. There was a sex version, April. That's what Colin wanted. <laughs> so this is funny. I was looking up the, you know, the Cabbage Patch uh, riots and that's actually a thing if if you google it it actually has its own wikipedia entry Uh, i think it was like 83 when the cabbage patch kids were so and this is what the movie is based on 100 percent um cabbage everyone was dying for cabbage patch kids one christmas and uh you know they had shortages of stock and people were just going apeshit it was like your your worst black friday Mm -hmm. uh time is like way before black friday uh i think they had them back then but it wasn't it wasn't what it, it, there's just like nothing that makes me sadder for the you know humanity mm-hmm. than seeing Black Friday riots and like you're not getting good enough deals to warrant all that <laughs> stuff like come it's on just, yeah really and I if need you are, four air fryers <laughs> if you are just order online maybe not everyone has a computer I've never lined up for anything like have you guys ever gone to a store even on Boxing Day like never. lined up no. oh I've gone on Boxing Day but I've never lined up for hours for something no. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, when I was uh, younger, maybe like a uh, 20-year-old teenager or whatever, uh, that, uh, sometimes me and my mom would go to the mall on Boxing Day or like Boxing Week, and mm-hmm. the sales were pretty damn good at, at, at our local mall uh, in a would you, relatively you know, small time, but I would never line up. Line up in the cold. Would you ever trample no. a human being and like stomp on their head? Of course not. Uh, for, you know. <laughs> April's like, I never would, but I have. <laughs> I never would again. Of course, I would. <laughs> yes, because of about? the law would come after me. Three strikes. <laughs> yeah. What is your real name, April? Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I agree that this movie does kind of have the um, stench of consumerism all over it. But uh, there's a little bit of heart and. Uh, some uh, definitely some well-timed com- <laughs> like comedy that does work. Sure, it's not all like so bad. It's good comedy. There no, is no. some comedy. There's in some this very self-aware actu- comedy. It actually works. It's really funny. So yeah. I heard Brian Levant on the Great Gilbert Gottfried podcast, and he loves making movies. <laughs> like, and he is a huge toy collector as well. Really? Is he the so director? this is actually kind of a passion project for him because I heard him talk about like the Flintstones, which he really fought for and wanted to make the best movie that he could. Yeah, I just saw that, and he, he made Beethoven. He directed the live-action Flintstones? Both of Yes, them. he did. Not only oh. the first one, but also Viva Las <laughs> Vegas, or Rock Vegas. Well, I ha- sorry, sorry. I haven't... He directed yeah, yeah. Uh, Beethoven with uh, uh, I love Charles Be- okay, Brodin, so I like that Snow Dogs with Cuba well, Gooding Jr. I love Beethoven, and I love uh, the Flintstones movie, the first one. Oh, and yeah. I would say that one. this movie would not be a favorite of mine if it starred, like, Tom Hanks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We, we were just talking about that last, or whenever we saw this, uh, two Saturday. nights ago. Yeah. And I said, I, I couldn't believe like Arnold, I'm like, he just can't play a normal person. It's not only that, he can't, he can't say lines. Yeah, he can't but that's like the a, joke in this movie. Exactly. Which is, when he's like, know, I'm not a pervert. And I said, uh, you know, they should just cast somebody else. And then April was like, nobody would remember this movie. It would have been just like generic Christmas movie number two. And you're 100% right. It actually is kind of a brilliant formula which is what makes this movie um a holiday favorite and so memorable is you get an action star and you give him this generic script that could just be out of uh, the hallmark garbage bin and you give it to an action movie 
guy who mm-hmm. cannot, you know, say, say lines, lines and who has such a thick accent that him just saying regular dialogue <laughs> is hilarious. I'm not a so pe- I'm not funny. A Every real. line or any reaction shot. You're There's some really funny like uh, Brian Levant showed up and he's like, I'm ready to work. Like um, when he kisses his wife goodnight and there's like a light on his yeah. eye. It's like, <laughs> it's so funny. It's like home alone moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. It's like, yeah, it's like putting, you know, I'm going to make this chicken dinner and then, oh, I'll put some, I don't know, black licorice in there or something. Like that's a weird yeah. ingredient. And then you put like more weird ingredients in and it's like, well, you know, people are going to remember this chicken dinner. But it got to the point where... Um, much like the Beatles documentary, we're just repeating lines that that are in the movie in in the funny accent because it's funny yeah. for us to 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 do his accent. And, and, and it doesn't get old either, guys. Like I see this movie every year, and every time, I'm like, oh yeah, this moment. So let's jump right in because it starts with a big party going on at Arnold Schwarzenegger, regular blue collar man. What's his name again? He's like the, got the most generic name. It's Harold, isn't it? Harold. Harold. No. Something. Um. Tom? No, no, I don't know. It's just very generic. Howard, uh, Howard, Howard. Because Rita Wilson is screaming it throughout the film. Howard, Howard um, Langston. No, we actually start with the fake Turbo Man show. Oh, oh I forgot. Yeah. It looks yes. like the shittiest like Power Rangers ripoff I've ever. I don't seen. know. It looks like fun to me. Yeah, uh, it looks Dementor great. has like a big brain on you his head. You know who Dementor was? No, R- I don't know. Richard Mall from Night Court. Oh, According yes. to the IMDb, I didn't yeah. I've never notice. watched Night Court. It no, me neither, but we saw him in uh, Night Train to Terror a yeah, couple weeks right. ago. <laughs> in two so roles. I never noticed that the screenwriter's name on this film is Randy Cornfield, which absolutely sounds like a porn name. It does, or a fake name, like somebody else wrote <laughs> it. On his IMDb, his trivia says, Grandfather was a boom operator on Grapes of Wrath, I Love Lucy, etc. Okay. What does etcetera mean? <laughs> what <laughs> what uh, you know, That's yeah. covering a lot of ground. <laughs> yeah. you, you know the type of He reminds things. me of that character from The Onion, Herbert Kornfeld. <laughs> Do you remember that guy? The, the Onion no. what? Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so <laughs> April, The Onion is a satirical <laughs> news site. I thought it was just a vegetable. No, this was like an old Onion character from like the 90s. Why are you talking? Mm. Wait, the Onion was around in the 90s? It was a newspaper. It was like an alt-weekly. Yeah, it was like actually a physical Wow, I didn't newspaper. think it was around in the 90s. I thought it came in the 2000s anyway. Not important. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we see the Turbo Man, Power Rangers ripoff, and we see Haley Joel Osment. What a cute little kid. <laughs> Wait. Wait a second. That ain't no Haley Joel Osment. Wait. No, not Haley Joel Osment. It's the kid from... Um, Jake Lloyd. Star- yeah, Jake Lloyd. And I don't want to... I don't want to rag on this kid for the entire episode but he is he's so unlikable it's not only that he's kind of really bad in the movie although he has i'm gonna say two scenes that are his best acting of his career and that includes star wars it made me laugh (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll Has get, he been we'll in movies it. lately? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I think, think he, he left, was in he like, the industry. Probably in, in yeah, his, from all the bullying from Star Wars. I think he, he also got, had like maybe a he had mental issue. issues, and yeah. I think he got in like a there was some car crash or something he got in recently. And are you confusing him and the kid from Frank, Malcolm in the Frankie Middle? Frankie Muniz? No, yeah. no. Okay, because he had brain damage from a uh, car crash. No, yeah, he says he doesn't remember shooting Malcolm in the Middle at all. Oh, that was his excuse. Yeah. Um, but no, Jake Lloyd actually had some issues or something. He was like arrested or something. He had some drama. But anyway, yeah, he felt like whatever. I, I don't want to rag on him because he's been bullied enough. But, uh, you know, for good Well, reason. I love Jake Lloyd in this movie. <laughs> he is high pitched, <laughs> annoying. And, you know, he's like a real kid. 
He's looking at the camera. Come on, Dad. 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 <laughs> um, so there was one scene we were laughing so hard in the. Uh, it was like they're in the SUV or something, and his uh, friend is talking, and Jake Lloyd is like looking at the camera, but he's mouthing his friend's dialogue. Yeah, a, a little. Oh, bit. that is a we classic both, actor's mistake. Yeah, we noticed. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay, so it. after this Turbo Man, though, we meet our hero. Arnie Schwarzenegger, and he's working at a mattress company. Everyone at the office having a big party, but not Arnie. He's He's on the phones. Yes, he owns the mattress company, Justin. He's Howard Langston. You're my number one customer. (laughs) You're my my number number one customer. But like, we're supposed to believe that he's kind of like this like upper class big shot. I mean, have you seen his house? And it's like, you own a mattress company. Uh, Maybe he's Uh, the mattress Have you seen how many mattress companies? This is probably a front for some kind of criminal enterprise. (laughs) Well, we'll get to the criminal. That's what a lot of the mattress companies are for, right? Like, because you see, why are there four mattress companies on this block? Oh, yeah, I never knew right. that. Is that wasn't that like a plot point in Punch Drunk Love, <laughs> where like the place that was like extorting Adam Sandler? Yes, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hoffman. Remember, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman was like a mattress company. <laughs> Have you seen the special feature on the DVD of Punch Drunk Love, which is like ha- a fake commercial starring yes. Philip Seymour? <laughs> I it have. is so good. He like jumps, he jump he jumps off, the off a building or a truck or something onto a mattress and then hits like the ground. Yeah, the concrete. And he's like, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> I love that. Like Arnold is on the phone with all these customers like personally like you're my number one customer mm-hmm. and then there was like you know he's offering them advice on like which mattress to get mm-hmm. but there's like he says like a string of dialogue here which I, I did not understand one word it's like ordering 25 how is he doing so much mattress business <laughs> like, on the phone on Christmas Eve <laughs> yeah. is it, it's I think it's the 23rd isn't it yeah yeah you're right it's a because the next day is the, the events of the well the, I have a lot of questions what what Christmas Eve parades exist? I'm sure there are some, but none. Only in the winterlicious, non—I can't say the word. Uh, non-religious Christmas parade. <laughs> oh yeah, this is like the Turbo Man parade. It may as well be. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, well. everyone is so excited for Turbo Man coming. Even the taxi driver, he's like, "Hey, I hear Turbo Man's going to be there." <laughs> we'll get to it, but I mean, uh, you flesh. know, so Arnold is an absent father. Very, I was getting hook vibes. I was getting the Santa Claus vibes. I mean, this is a this is a cliche in many a '90s kids movie of mm-hmm. the uh, yeah divo- bad dad uh, turbo dad. Yeah, although he's <laughs> not he's not story. he's not divorced in this case. Um, he's but, on the edge though. He is because Rita Wilson. Although Rita Wilson is never like you know really upset. She does say like, "Damn you, Howard!" Howard. When he doesn't show up at uh, his kids karate grading but you know who is divorced uh the other mvp of this film (laughs) phil hartman yes what is his character uh ted ted yeah he's he's amazing and this phil hartman is so good in this role and he improvises probably the funniest line of the movie later on okay we'll get to it it's so funny this was like his last movie role i think his last time on screen really nope that would be small soldiers are you serious yep it's Joe Dante. Small Soldiers was his last movie. And role. he had what some voice acting, you know, right? Uh, the, the came, and it actually came out um, posthumously. Stupid IMDb. We don't trivia, need to talk about that because it. it's very sad. But yeah, he's is. the he's greatest. So good. He is, by, is, by and large, yeah, the greatest actor. This is one of those roles where it's like if it wasn't him doing it, it 
would it could come off really horribly creepy and like you know if it was like James Woods or something like that <laughs> he's not he's barely a comedy James actor James Woods you know? or if it was like I don't know like well even like John Lovitz maybe couldn't pull this off you yeah, know but because... he's such a he's, well you have to kind of believe that you know she might uh, like have a thing for yeah for Phil well Hartman not only or that something. but at this grading uh, so Rita Wilson is there of course and uh, Phil Hartman is there because his kid is in the grading too and Wait, by grading you you're using? talking about karate tournament yeah or? yes that's what they're called i was in karate i'm sorry sorry i didn't know that <laughs> oh you're i had a note to- here april did you get your belts this way too by breaking open a box and getting the belt out of april it? took absolutely not such exception to this <laughs> no so we did we did break boards uh at uh gradings and uh tournaments and stuff but you would never like here break this board here's your belt because uh, not to say that there are kids who didn't break it but that is a bad incentive and also Doesn't, they got the colors um, all wrong Jake Lloyd get like a purple belt? What does that uh, mean? Yes, he did. Okay, so his again, he, he, she was very he, angry. At he this. explains the uh, order of the belts later. Or he's like, "You missed blue," uh, and then he's like, um, "Purple is uh, three away from." Black. So are these nonsense belts that don't matter? And Arnold's yeah, like, "You you get back to me when you get your black belt." Probably, but I can tell you the order. I think I remember the order of belts when I was in karate. If anyone wants to know, it was. Red, yellow, orange, red, green, blue, purple, brown, brown with one stripes, brown with two stripes, black. That's it. I heard two reds in there. I didn't say red twice, did I? I'm pretty, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I don't know. Anyway. Um, brown with two stripes. That's when you had a spicy dinner the night before. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway. <laughs> I, I'm confused about the whole Rita, Rita Wilson. It wasn't tent. two stripes. It was two like tamales, like <laughs> two spicy tamales. So anyway, all the women at the grading who are the women from the neighborhood are like, they want to fuck in love with Ted. Ted, you are gorgeous. Like, can you, what do they say? Come around and like tar my Fi- roof yeah, or like something? Yeah, like fix my plumbing. Yeah. And, like, yeah, yeah. and so exactly. Rita Wilson hears this and does a very, very large eye roll, which is like, what is that about? So is she saying, like, Ted is an idiot. Why would anyone like him? I yeah. guess. No, like, she knows that everyone's fucking Ted. So she's like, oh, it, my God. But is she jealous? No. 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 It just, just she like, no, knows that Ted is that. coming on to her because she is unattainable in the cul-de-sac where they live. Yeah, the, the divorcees the divorcees want him, um, but she's married. So, you know. Yeah. At no point does she ever, you know want to be with Ted let's get that no you know, I guess Reader Wilson but is, she can't admi- she has to admit he is handy around the house well you know he is because he's there you know Ar- unlike Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah so I mean where's Arnold now he's racing down the road and he does the classic <laughs> mistake of getting off on the side the wait, breakdown wait, lane. hold on wait what he's getting off in his car on the side <laughs> yeah. of the road Arnold's like I'm coming all the time <laughs> yeah, even coming on the side of the road I'm coming 24 hours um, okay. a day I need to know uh, what he did to upset this cop because it's a through line throughout this movie and I think I wasn't paying attention. I think he kind of mouthed off them. He's like, oh, don't you have something better to do? And so from that point on... The cop has it out He's like, for him. Get out of the uh, car. The cop, Robert Conrad, from a show that Colin would have watched in the 60s, Wild Wild West. <laughs> Wild Wild West. Was he in Wild else? Wild West. Yeah, he, he played uh, was, uh, uh, Will Smith's character, Jim West, in Wild Wild West. He was also in another show, which I actually used to watch, called uh, Baba Black Sheep. It was later renamed. Wait, what? Yeah, ah, it was, the old minstrel comedies. Back no, on no, television. no, no. It was renamed to Black Sheep Squadron. He was like the head of like this, you know, 
flight squadron in like World War II or something like that. So mm. you can assure me there was no blackface. <laughs> yeah, of course there was. He was playing the Jim West character, right? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, Terrible. moving on. Uh, he, yeah, he gets upset with Arnold. He makes him say the alphabet. He's just, he's just like, get out of the car and walk, you know, do the, the drunk. I walk. always see that in movies. No one can say the alphabet backwards. Oh, God, I would fail if I was the most sober Especially ever. Especially Ar- Arnold could just, like, say anything. And you believe me. <laughs> <laughs> but I said this when I was watching this. I don't like this aspect because it kind of takes the, the responsibility off Arnold because it's like, well, it's not his fault he was late. It's the cop's fault. And really, like... Well, he it's did. He did no, it was Arnold's fault, though. Almost everything. Off. Yeah, I guess the but, cop and Arnie, mm-hmm. except maybe some stuff at the end. Uh, it's all Arnold's doing. Yeah, April, you yeah. don't mouth off the cop. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. in Hook, like he's late because he has a phone standoff with his uh, coworker. In this, it's because he's like. I need to. I need to see my son. Like, like, hey hey, pig, just just let me go. Oh well, better get out of the car, officer. You know, he's like, hey pig, why don't you go shoot some people? It's Christmas. Yeah, exactly. He's like, get out of the car. Um. Anyway, so he doesn't make. So he's late. He's a bad dad. He goes. Yeah, you know, he's a real a cab. All confused Arnold's are bad. (laughs) Exactly, and he's confused. Uh, That was a real stretch. (laughs) Sitting there for ten minutes, like, what can I write? Um, so yeah, uh, so what he goes into like Jake Lee comes home, the wife's all disappointed. He goes into Jake Lloyd's room. I love. Oh, her. I love this because this is like Marvel in full bankruptcy mode. Being like, <laughs> yeah, if you want to use whatever Spider Man, anyone, they're all on the wall. Yeah, everything is on the wall and huge <laughs> posters. I'm gonna say this: Jake Lloyd's fucking spoiled. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's a, a he's, he's a little baby. brat. Yeah, he's yeah, a brat. I, I don't I don't I don't like him. I I mean I do like he is right in saying like you never show up to any like you know he is within his rights to be upset about that. Sure. Um, and this scene is really great. It's so awkward and funny because Arnold just he goes, "Hey Jamie, how about I dress up like a kung fu man?" He takes his belt, which you know he just you know won or maybe it was one of his old ones. He wraps it around his head, which mm-hmm. is not where it goes, and he does this insane <laughs> Bruce Lee. April, of when she was in the room, she's like, "Arnold, belts go on your waist, not <laughs> they your do. head." They do. It's literally called a belt. He does this insane Bruce Lee, you know. Uh, Shuni B would blush at this impression. Um, and Jake, Lo- this is number one. You're just waiting for like a big gong. Like, gong. I know. This is number one. Oh, Jake or, Lloyd you know, the acting. really like racist, like, da na 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 na. Yeah. So yeah. Jake Lloyd does like a gigantic eye roll right here. And that is how I felt as an audience member. Like, Arnold, oh my God, like, please stop. Like, please. Like, uh, so people who don't know what I'm talking about, he's doing like a whoa. Yeah, yeah. He's um, trying. I, I, I felt for Arnold in this scene. It's just so. I felt for Lloyd. It's so awkward. I know. I know. I know. But yeah, but Arnold, he's just digging right into yeah, it. Yeah, like, you know when he's parents going for it. when right. parents are trying to like you know dig themselves out of a hole or like you know earn your. They're your, trying. I'm to on be your funny. level. I like the skateboards you know, and the N64s. Uh, you know, I'm sorry I didn't pick you up at school and you had to hitchhike home like 60 miles. It's like I'll take you out for sprinkles on your ice cream or something. Yeah. Like Would you like? I can't do it. Uh, some chocolate frosted milkshake. Frosty chocolate milkshake. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and it's but just yeah. so sad. It's just like, oh, dude. Like, and they have stop. like a heartfelt conversation about all the best shit that he's missed and how he's like, I promise. I'll make it a good Christmas for you. What can I do? Yeah, he's, and, and Jake Lloyd's like, all I want is Turbo Man, which I, I gotta say, even though I want a Turbo Man, it's a shitty doll. It's too big. 
Yeah, it's real big. It's like I said, it's bigger than a Stretch Armstrong. It's like <laughs> it's like that's a classic um, element of measurement. April uses. Wow, it's bigger than a Stretch Armstrong. Something that can change lengths. Okay, Colin. Yeah, wait a minute. In what? Okay. Ch- how okay. long is I grew a Stretch, up with Stretch Armstrong? Armstrong? These things are horrifying. Okay, look at our uh, Nutcracker back there. I think that that's about the size of the Turbo Man doll. Oh, no, I cannot a, look at the Turbo Nutcracker. Man April, I'm not in the room with you. Turbo Man, I swear to God, big, is like half big. the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like a bottle and a half of wine. <laughs> that's because he is Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's he gigantic. lives in all the Arnold Schwarzeneggers in the world. Oh, like, d- Stretch Armstrong, did, did anybody have one of those growing up? No, um, but I, I went to friends' houses who had them. I swear that was a toy from the 70s. They, it, yeah, that's a really old no, it toy. It was, but it was still around when I was a kid. But they I think there was like, there was like an action man toy. Did he stretch? Uh, there was another one. There was like Stretch Armstrong and then they had his uh, his like enemy who was like a kind of <laughs> lizard guy. Uh, I, I forget I his name. That. But they weighed oh like... Oh my God, Stretch Armstrong is... $54. So they still have them? Well, it's like a vintage toy now. But no, yeah. the ones that, that I grew up with, they didn't weigh a bajillion pounds. Oh, okay. This I one was like a cha- white guy just wearing Speedos. Well, oh, my maybe. God. You can buy a... Uh, a Funko Pop Stretch Armstrong. He doesn't stretch. Why would you want that? Don't get me started on Stand Funko Armstrong. The most. Uh, like, yeah, we're very pro toy. Funko Pop on this podcast, <laughs> right, April? Are we? Do you have no, any Funko awful. Pops? No, they suck. I can't move them. I can't make my action figures having sex with each other. Have, Why would I want that? <laughs> is that like the big head thing? There's one in, yeah, there's one in the computer room the staring at you every God time almighty. you're down there. It was a gift. It's, and, it's uh, so creepy it's when you see. I did see, though, they did like a Demento Stretch, Ar- uh, stretch Armstrong. That'd be great. <laughs> they did a Demento Funko Pop. There's from this movie. Seriously, a really? Funko Pop of everything. Yeah, Dementor, sorry. That, not not Dr. Dementor, Demento. which I thought every time. Uh... <laughs> from the radio? <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's got to be a Dr. Demento Funko Pop, right? Everyone on the planet gets their own Funko Pop eventually. As an effects, as an effects person, uh, this industry is rife with with man children that just surround themselves their with, desks. with these toys like in their like their desks especially at work but they're not cool looking that's the problem they are not and it's just uh, something that just makes my skin crawl I have a friend in the VFX industry he has a Funko Pop problem but just have like you oh know, does he? yeah he will, he will Wait, not is this stop. like a PSA you're doing? No, I'm just saying like, this he is will your not brain on Funko Pop. and he has like closets of them it just feels like it's something that uh, Why? You know, the industry is just like infected with. It's like these people, as soon as they start at jobs, they just immediately bring all this garbage to their work and put mm-hmm. it around their desk as a kind of like, this is my identity. And it's just, uh, I mean, it's like uh, Marty it's McFly so from co- Back to the Future. It's all so cookie cutter. And I'm, it's like everybody does the, the same shit. And it's just like, oh, it's a McFarlane toys or whatever. Yeah, well, got like a that. glass case. I, I, hey, I, I easy have. there, easy there. McFarlane toys rock. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have some toys that are actual toys from my childhood that I kept because I love them so much. They're downstairs in our right. office. Yeah, you're not a 47-year-old man uh, that works at like... I, I am not anti-toy. A couple months ago, I went through a week where I bought a bunch of toys. And I'm like, this is fun. I could do this. And then I realized I have no room for them. And I just keep knocking them over. You so, really don't. If anybody wants to buy me a mansion, that'd be great. So you still have them, but you have no room for them. So you could have like a toy room. You could have yeah. your man cave. Because I, I had a bunch of like Godzillas and stuff like that. So mm. I have a big Godzilla Final Wars that I actually have on my desk and I utilize as a USB uh, cable stand nice. by wrapping USB cables around <laughs> his legs. They stay in place. Yeah, I love that. I mean, my prized possession is my Raptor uh, wrap, original uh, 
a Jurassic Park toy. Um, from, oh, from the I, is it the one that makes a noise when you pull its legs? No, it's the one where you squeeze its legs and its mouth opens and closes. Although it broke years ago oh, and it I doesn't that. do that anymore. Oh, because I had one that went, Rah! it made like the raptor sound yeah. when you would squeeze oh, its legs. No, mine, mine didn't make, never made sound. That's your prize. <laughs> you got a broken one. Yes, you still my, have it? It's downstairs in the office. Really? It's right. It's on the desk that you work at every day. God, I must <laughs> block that stuff out. I'm yeah. just like, ugh. <laughs> So yeah, it's like a black this. mirror. You have like a Funko Pop filter or actually yeah, it's filter it's on off. <laughs> I just I just don't see. It's like, what the hell? I, I don't What's this see black blob toys? in front of the pencil? I actually looked around the room and I do have one Funko Pop that I'll approve of. And it's uh, the penguin from Adventure Time, Gunther, because he's actually this shape that he is on the TV show. Okay, I, oh, I okay. wish I could even remember that. And I, I did watch Adventure Time. They probably yeah, design him that way just because he was like. Gonna they be, want to sell out his Funko exactly, Pops. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, back to Jingle All the Way. Oh, they have a Turbo Man Funko Pop. They they, uh, they, they do. do. They what? Must. I looked. If they have a Dementor, they uh. have that. So one of the things about this movie is they really screwed up when it came out, and they released almost no toys. Oh. Yeah, uh, apparently that they didn't. Yeah, it, be, it was such a rushed production schedule that they didn't have time to make them, or even like they didn't uh, want design to, them like in they, time to. They make didn't them. want it to turn out like it did in the movie. Like, <laughs> people fighting. <laughs> they didn't want to respons- be responsible for. Yeah, they were responsible. They're like, we we don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just not going to release Turbo Man. No, it, if they would like love to have people trampling on each other's heads to like get their toys. Uh, but I just saw that Funko actually released a like a reproduction of the toy in the movie this year how tall is it <laughs> the exact same size it's also 124 dollars. okay oh hold on God. a second is it the special edition one that schwarzenegger is giving his kid at the end or is it the it is not okay that it's was the, a special edition one? yes because yeah, it has like an extra stripe on it doesn't it yeah so the the deal is the one that he's buying in the store it comes in the box it's not as big it's maybe like half as big okay, as the one that because he's that away one at the end. the end is huge that's a special edition okay. that, all right you know right. if he gives it to jamie then it that's... fits in his backpack and it's like halfway sticking out like yeah yeah can you imagine getting a turbo man funko pop i'd be like why why don't i i want the real action figure why would you get me this yeah i got the real one at home um so <laughs> we haven't even introduced Spoiler alert we Sinbad. haven't even introduced Sinbad, and this is so... All right, I gotta ask okay. Colin, because I'm sure he was conscious during Sinbad fever. <laughs> oh, of course. Was there a Sinbad fever? Yes. Oh, even, there was? even I remember liking Sinbad yeah, back, back in the back in the day. All I remember is he had the biggest... Don't say you loved him in Kazam, April. <laughs> he wasn't in Kazam. No, no, I, I think he was All I remember is he like always used to watch like comedy on TV and stuff. Uh, Sinbad had like the biggest pants I've ever seen. They were pulled up to like... <laughs> they were pulled up to like his boobs and then he had like these gigantic 90s t-shirts or like shirts that were just all like billowy and huge but uh remember his comedy comedy is he like had a when... very particular style of comedy did, which yeah. is a lot of yelling um a lot of kind of like it's kind of very sar- sarcastic it's very kind of catchphrase based but it had a time and a place in the 90s oh, yeah yeah and i do think he can be very funny yeah, um, I remember watching him in House Guest. I have no memory of that. Just, hey, oh my God, that was like the Phil Hartman's in that too. I know, I watched that. House that Guest. was like the um, McDonald's uh, funded movie, wasn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? 
there was a whole scene where he goes to like like McDonald's. a Mac and Me style situation. <laughs> yeah, he goes to McDonald's and he keeps talking about going to McDonald's for the whole movie, and then uh, he, he's like running in slow mo, and it's like you deserve a break. You guys today. have seen Mac and Me, right? I love yeah, that I movie. Actually, haven't all the way. Like through. unironically, there's a scene where like the aliens are dying, and it looks like they're like starving <laughs> victims. See, this is and why I've never. They're like, seen please it. save me, and the kid like, and it's so lovingly shot like. <laughs> feeds them coke and they're like oh the nectar of life yeah see my issue is the aliens look really gross and i don't want to watch them i gotta tell you something funny oh they look like shit they're like horrifying so i was they look like kind of like horrible burn victims or something but (laughs) i was i was like writing down notes on my ipad today for jingle all the way and i typed sinbad and it autocorrected to so bad All right, I think Sinbad is funny in this movie. I mean, speaking of Sinbad fever, this was also, oh my God, you could not open a cracked magazine without seeing a joke about going postal. Oh yeah, that was such a big deal at the time. And it all stemmed from literally a post office worker shooting up his workplace. Yeah, I think there might have been one or two instances or something, but I remember that happening and going postal. There was like a whole video game series called Going Postal. Yeah, or just Postal. And then was adapted into an Uwe Boll movie. Oh, God, that was awful. That's right. (laughs) Dave Foley's dick has never looked the same. Oh, no. Yep. He goes full nude in that movie. Oh, my God. But coming back to Jingle All the Way, so Arnie (laughs) realizes he didn't get the uh, action figure for his son, and he has to rush out to get it, even though it's sold out everywhere. On Christmas Eve. Now, you know... This would never happen. So Rita Wilson leaves it up to Arnold, this like guy the most who's never irresponsible home. person she yeah. knows. It's no, like they hadn't even discussed. No it. mother would ever leave this decision up to the dad. Not That's all in I'm our saying. patriarchal society. No, it would never happen. Dads are always working. They're always uh, idiots. They're always forgetting things. She That's would never the, just like leave it to. Like Christmas Eve, and go. By the way, did you get him the toy? Or you got the doll, right? You got it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, so huh? yeah. So he. Oh, runs- no, Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> um, we have talked about the Santa Claus two on a Patreon episode. Check it out, people. <laughs> is it our catchphrase now check it out people <laughs> hey i can and yeah, will make up we're new always pitching content colin that's what we have to do <laughs> sorry man check it out <laughs> episode number 359 <laughs> my catchphrase is radical now i'm bringing it back oh okay <laughs> so uh arnie goes to a toy store and there's a big crush of people and it reminded me of how we're all going to be in Canada when we want our sweet booster shots. Give me yes. that booster shot. Come on. Oh, God. It's funny that you say it's that because true. it's like, like Justin, y- y- you went to the no appointment, like mass immunization clinics, right? Because that's what I did. Yep. And I got it really early, too. We were like on the sites being like, all right, who's open? Where is it available? And yeah. that's how we got ours. Yeah, uh, that's how Another I got booster. my first Canada. That's how I got my first one. People our age, well, I think Colin can get his booster now, but me and April probably won't. For- <laughs> no, unfortunately not. They're only doing uh, 70 and over right now. God damn you, Canada! Yeah, so they, they came by, they just drove like a truck through your neighborhood and they had a big hose full of like vaccine. They just Oh my God, it. I'm just going to run this hose did everywhere. my mouth open. <laughs> it was like all the kids had to come out and like, yeah. Just come, get me in every orphan, orifice. <laughs> oh. 
but yeah, actually, not that this matters, but my first uh, vaccine, I think I waited in line for two and a half hours. Yeah, I think we did the same. We were in a big arena and they yeah. kept like shifting us and like snaking it, but they were very nice. In I wasn't arena. in an arena. I'm I was picturing, in, I was, like the I, running man. I was in an arena. <laughs> I was yeah, in like, Arnold's there. School. He's like, you want the vaccine? <laughs> yeah. Who wants cool a vaccine? <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Colin over here got to go to the drugstore like oh. a normal person. Yeah, well, I had to take the AstraZeneca, so boo-hoo. Mm-hmm. As it's we've like, already the, covered, Colin is an aged man. Yeah, All right. Well, um, it, anyway, well, what, okay. The, one of the notes that I have here is this movie is friggin', and I, I was kind of remembering it. I was, I was watching the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this seems like this soundtrack would have a lot of the Brian Setzer Orchestra in it. Uh, so, so for and, people who don't know, <laughs> the Brian Setzer Orchestra is um, the Stray Cats, Colin's favorite band. I love how you're you're explaining the Brian Setzer Orchestra. I think yeah, a lot I have of no idea what you guys are talking is. about. They have a lot. He has got a lot of songs. So Brian Setzer was the lead singer, guitarist so of the Stray, the Stray Cats. So the Stray Cats is like a rockabilly. It's a three piece rockabilly band from the eighties. Yeah. And uh, so he wanted to perform the <laughs> Brian Setzer Orchestra in the 90s, cash in on all that swing music yeah, that was so in you know, resurgence. So like, like Real Big Fish, right? They turn into ska and they're like, da-na, da-na, da Yeah, well, Brian Setzer's big hit. He did a remake of Jump Jive and Whale. That was, <laughs> oh, I know that you know, song. Oh my god, looking jump at his jive. photo of what he looks like now, I'm just imagining like Colin's face. With that hair, the crazy hair, you could have gone down a dark yeah, path. Colin, picture, this could have been I you. Have a, I have a picture. I have a picture, Justin, that I will send you of me uh, with my arm around Brian Setzer. <laughs> and it's like looking in a mirror, right? I'm seeing it double is. three. Did four you have Collins. the same hairdo? We did. Yeah, I had oh. a pompadour. He had a pompadour. <laughs> I met. This is so funny. So, so I went to uh, Much Music. Used to have this thing called Speaker's Corner. Much music is like a, a, a it's channel. A, it's our MTV, you guys. Yeah, well, it was t- our MTV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. And then, um, so they used to have this little booth outside of Much Music downtown Toronto, where you could pay like I don't know a, a loony, and then you could go on and like speak your mind about and issues. And then they that would are put it on you. TV, and I used to watch it on TV. It would record you for like I don't know a minute or something like that and then uh every week they would have speakers corner on tv so they would take like the best I they, don't know, they would they'd take the best things but they would also put it into categories so it would be like politics movies music um weird opinions like, fashion i got a beef and then someone would be like so colin was like i think brian setzer's orchestra is the best band i've ever heard they <laughs> no, rock we got word that the stray cats were coming to town so me and my buddy were like well they're gonna be on uh so you have to there was a contest where you had to go down to speaker's corner and sing stray cat strut that was one of their biggest songs (laughs) i'm not even joking and no i know you're not the stray cats would go and watch them all and pick the best ones oh cool the best one sorry and they would win whoever won won tickets to the stray cat show in toronto it was on danforth uh musical musical and so we're like, well, they got to come down. So me and my friend went down. We did a duet. We did like a doo-wop duet, Stray Cat Strut. So you won? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I just said we did a duet. So we were like, well, they have to come down to Much Music to judge. And we knew when we were coming down. So let's just wait in the lobby of Much Music. And then we're going to meet our idol. <laughs> wow. Stray Cats. You love them that much. Yeah. We were just like, like those girls in the Beatles. Dog. I know. It was crazy. <laughs> so we waited it's in the like, lobby. It's like, I, I, I want to hold your hand. Robert Zemeckis' first film, but about the Stray Cats. I know. And I know. Wanting to meet I'll post a picture. I'll post it on uh, Twitter once this episode comes out. I haven't seen this picture. I don't think. You probably have. Well, maybe I forgot. So me and my friend waited in the <laughs> lobby and we 
we they came in and we were like, hey, go, like mm. guys, like nobody else cared. There's nobody there. <laughs> we're like, oh my god, like can we get a picture? And then yeah, no problem. And then uh, so we got a picture taken. And then they went into Much Music, and we were kind of in the lobby. And then this old man kind of come comes up to us, and he's like, who are those guys? And we're like, the Stray Cats. And he's like, the straight guys. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, that's us. We're super straight. Yeah. It's the 90s, man. <laughs> so then what happens is my friend that I was with, he's like, uh, doesn't tell me this. He goes back and does a single version of Stray Cat Strike. Oh, that with, son of a bitch. Without letting me know. You. Oh, my God. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't happy the one we did. And he won. Oh, oh. my God. So he oh. won tickets to the concert and you get a free tattoo. Uh, <laughs> free tattoo? Oh, yeah. so he really lost that. <laughs> but here's the thing. So we had already bought tickets to the concert anyway. Mm. So uh, we went, we were like front row. My friend had the tickets, brought a couple of my friends. We were all front row. And then we got to meet like Brian Setzer and hang with the backstage and everything like that. And he gave my friend like a guitar lesson. Wow. He's like, how do you play that part? And like straight got strut. And he's like, April's like looking at the time going. No, I was. Is episode it, is like two was hours it your long. friend Russell? No, it was no. Uh, my friend Mike. Oh, I don't yeah, know he why. doesn't speak to him anymore after yeah. he backstabbed him. <laughs> that is a pretty cool story. We did, we did. But he he got us all in, you know, backstage and everything. It was really fun, and we met Brian Setzer. I'm sure that we have some uh, Brian Setzer fans out there. I mean, I know my dad listens to this podcast. Yeah, we have, <laughs> yeah. That's a long, long way to go to say that Brian Setzer has basically become a Christmas guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he had like well, a he knows where the money rock, is, man. Jingle bell yeah, rock. If you search his name, it's like him like dressed as like, you know, in just green he and just red. He looks like an idiot. He's got like yeah, big playing Christmas songs goofy probably shoes. to like, you know, octogenarians who are like, Ugh. yeah, but this, this whole soundtrack is just like all Brian Setzer shit. And it's like, Oh, what fun it is to ride in a 57 Chevrolet. So yeah, yeah, yeah. In a 57, a 57 Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Hey, hey, hey. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, it's, yeah, and his music is all over this movie. Yeah, it's it's this movie is lousy with his music. Uh, so where does this movie take place? Minnesota. Minnesota. Not your typical. Um, no, yeah, the Twin Cities. Yeah. Uh, Emily pointed that out. She's like, movies don't usually take place there. I can't think of any, to be honest. Um, I think they picked it because, like Canada, winters last real long there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and well, it, it kind of has some this sweet like sweet tax incentives. It has this generic city look. <laughs> it's like uh, no, I, I have a feeling that's because uh, Governor Jesse Ventura was like, "Arnie, come and shoot in my state." Okay, but you're not going to be in the movie. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll, I'll I'll empty out the downtown. He and probably you can wanted shoot the Sinbad movie. role. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesse Ventura, okay. Jingle All the Way. I wish. Oh, awful. Okay. So we're, we're uh, from this point on, <laughs> Arnie runs around to a bunch of stores. Did you guys watch the director's cut version? Um, not this time. I have. We did. We I have seen the director's okay. cut version. So you missed, um, missed Jim Belushi's musical number. Yeah. And also uh, Yardley Smith wanting to have sex with Arnold. <gasps> what? Yardley Smith is in the director's cut. Yeah. So there's a scene um, at the first store he goes to, and. Uh, he uh, attacks one of the clerks and mm-hmm. they laugh at him and the clerk yeah. is played by Chris Parnell, Chris Parnell. <laughs> who's in everything. Yeah. And uh, he goes, oh, that woman outside, she has a Turbo Man. And in the yeah. theatrical oh. version, he rushes outside and you see a car going away. In the director's cut, he chases down the woman and it's Yardley Smith. Oh. And, and, and she, she like wants- gives she gives him her number. Oh, but she she keeps the Turbo Man, obviously. Well, no, he buys it off of her for $150 and it's a booster. A booster. 
I, I if I was a kid, I Booster looks pretty cool, but I guess he's pink, so that's why they don't like him. Hey, I, I would kill for a Booster right now. <laughs> oh, uh, I missed that joke because I wrote here, Tickle Me Elmo, Booster. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Booster is like the pink like sidekick, and then later in the movie, he's like everybody hates Booster. I just love nobody how he likes Booster. you, Booster. Yeah. And then one of the kids calls Booster a name you can't say anymore because it's very offensive. Oh really? What? What? I must have missed what that. What does he say? Oh, I'll cut uh, it out. I'll cut it out. <laughs> uh, he says a, a slur of homosexuals that every kid in the eighties and nineties called e- each other. No way. Yeah, he does. He says Booster, you're a, and then oh my, oh my god, god. kicking him. Yeah. I miss that. Whoa. Holy shit. I watched this on Disney Plus. I think they cut that out. Nope, they did not cut that out. That's Whoa. still in there. We've what? turned the subtitles on, too, to check if it's there. Oh, my God. Well, I am shocked and appalled. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> shocked <Okay>. and appalled. <laughs> um, anyway, so he's at this department store. Things go wacky with a, a pinball. They're going to do, like, a draw for the, the toy. He doesn't get it. And then he's running away. Um, there's, there's antics, though. And he's then, chasing. Like, and the, somebody, oh, my God. So many antics. This is the, uh, uh, I'm not a pure veart. Yeah, he's like chasing around this little girl it's all in good fun <laughs> and then i think we're about to get to like the radio station scene i mean we have to skip a few things no man we got counterfeit belushi scene yeah oh, that's you okay, skip- well, we have to mention that yeah yeah so a santa gets arnie's attention after he screams i'm not the pervert <laughs> and yeah. the santa is like hey uh arnie i can get you a toy just got to follow me. And then the Santa pulls his beard off, which is the only way you can tell who the person is. And it's like, oh, my God, it's the best Belushi. The Belushi himself. <laughs> okay, Jim I, Belushi. I, I got to say, I, I, I don't know if it. this movie is like turning me around to Belushi. Yeah. Hey, I keep trying to get you to watch Traces of Red. But I don't want to refusing. See, I don't want to see a sex. <laughs> that will like, not turn Colin over to oh Belushi. God. Damn it. I don't want to see a sex movie I'm with Belushi. It. Um, but no, uh, the, the elf is played by Danny Woodburn, who is Mickey on uh, Seinfeld. Okay. And he's been in many other things, many commercials. Uh, uh, he's hilarious. Belushi is great in this role. <laughs> like, well, oh. he, he's great at playing a scumbag, yes. But it's so good. He's we so good. We skipped one of the most iconic scenes in the movie, which is Arnie calls back home to let them know what's going on. And right. Phil Hartman is chowing down on his wife's oh, cookies. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, so he says, uh, you know, what's your um, I, go? No, he says to the wife, you look exhausted. Why don't you go take a shower? And she's like, okay. And then so Arnold calls and he's like, oh, I'm just eating his wife cook your wife's cookies. She's just in the shower. You want me to go check on her? And he's like, no. Mm, these cookies are so good. Put that cookie down, which is the uh, titular line of the movie. Not titular, but... Put that cookie, put that that cookie. But I swear, I feel like a lot of the scene felt like... It felt improved a little bit by Hartman. Probably, yeah. He's just so good. I mean, Arnold is also a master improviser. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. He reads all his lines phonetically. As as Johnny Carson say, he couldn't improvise a fart after a bean dinner. (laughs) Is Johnny Carson Canadian? No. You sounded like Jesse Ventura. I did. <laughs> I mean, they always get confused. They, their names both start with J. Hey, Arnie, you couldn't improvise yeah. a fart after a bean dinner. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Phil Hartman is like, uh, I'll go check on her in the shower. And he's like, no, I mean. <laughs> Put the I cookie mean, down. No, like, like Arnold is really trying to like not like 
fly off the handle in this scene and it's like fly it's like, off oh, the handle Who everyone cares? that's walking by him is like giving him looks but yeah. he, he looks and sounds like an alien in this movie it's just so funny yeah um okay we haven't talked enough about sinbad yet um you so, mean well, so we're, bad. We're, we're hanging out with jim belushi though first yeah the belushi. all right let's talk about the we belushi this big fight. at this scene first and then we'll get into sinbad so <laughs> he takes him to this like uh, underground Santa exchange. This is really funny. Uh, where they're selling uh, off-brand toys <laughs> at extorted prices, yeah. which is a very funny idea. Um, so this time we watched the non-director's cut. Uh, what is the song? Is it right when it's they come right in? when they come in? They sing a song about like uh, helping children. And all the Santas join in. <laughs> so is Jim Belushi singing the song? Is it like an R and B song? Yes, he song? was. He yeah, was nah, leading the song. Nah, nah, nah. Is it like something? <laughs> that you know his brother might sing is it like an artist uh, yeah. <laughs> he's like da, na, na, na. Yeah. No. does he put on a black hat and sunglasses yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then he pulls out a, a, a jar and starts pissing in it jim belushi style so anyway they they try and sell him a 300 hundred dollar turbo man doll wrapped in uh wrapping paper so of course he opens up and he's just like ah oh, don't do that and then he's like oh, hang on it's speaking spanish and he's like well, you know, um, we, we encourage like teaching kids uh, different languages. And then he opens it up and the head falls off. And Jim Belushi goes, oh, is this some assembly required? And he's like, here's a thing. If I was a kid and my dad gave me that toy, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> like, the head fell off. Well, and, and Arnie could just be like, oh, wow, I must have gotten a bad one. He'd be in the clear. He'd, no, he'd, be, fine. <laughs> he'd be like, Jamie, what the fuck did you do to the toy? Jamie, <laughs> Jamie would be upset. And then he'd just like shake Yeah, because he's a little baby boy. Of course he'll be upset he'll be upset no matter what happens <laughs> i remember when like uh, uh you know when the transformers came out and this is a story i tell april you know from time to time but, like, <laughs> daily that's <laughs> like a good night story <laughs> i was at the mall i felt so bad for this lady but mm. it was when uh transformers were huge and nobody could find them for christmas you know they didn't have riots like they did for cabbage patch kids but this like older lady came up to me and you know how they had GoBots? They were like the kind of yeah. knockoff brand of like Transformers. And this lady Go came bots. up and she was like, oh, you're a young boy, like uh, of 37. Please, uh. <laughs> you look like a young boy though. So she goes, my son, he wanted the Transformer, but you know, he would be okay. I can find anyone. Like, would this be okay? Like a GoBot? And I was like, mm. no lady. And I was honest with her. I'm like, it's, no, he's not going to like that. It's not the same thing. Oh. You got to go to Canadian Tire and get a Transformer. I wonder if she did. How and then did she went and got a Transformer, like an electrical. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> because Canadian Tire, for those of you who don't know, is a hardware store. They do not sell toys, right? They do. They sell everything. They don't sell toys. They do toys. not sell toys. Not, they, I would love going to Canadian Tire if they sold toys. I used to work at Canadian Tire. They sell computers. They I sell, don't think they do anymore, Colin. They sell like more. Back in the day, they, they yeah. sell like Transformers? Guns. Action figures? Yeah. I can, not when I, I was buy a like kid. a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's not what you consider a tool. That's a tool. <laughs> they had um, a computer section. They do not sell computers. <laughs> they do now. not have a computer yeah. section anymore. Although they have a great section of Christmas decorations. I used to work in automotives at Canadian Tire, by the well, way. Well, that still exists. And I knew not. I knew nothing about <laughs> cars. And I really wanted to work in the computer section to sell Amigas, but they wouldn't promote it. Oh, oh my God! How old is this? <laughs> is this like 1981? Whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, Wait, I, I should mention though, GoBots has an amazing comic book that came out in 2019 that is like serious and apocalyptic. 
uh, written and drawn by Tom Scioli. Well, Anyone, everyone should check it out. I'm Love telling it. you, I, I hope I saved that child's Christmas by telling that lady. <laughs> but, you know, someone had to, like, talk he some sense into her. I'm like, lady, you think, you know, it's just a transforming robot. This is not a transformer. I disagree with that sentiment, Gobots are transforming robots, though. I no, I'm just like, saying, just like because it kids- is a transforming robot doesn't well, mean it's a transformer. I feel like these kids should just be happy with what they have. Exactly. <laughs> like, even if it's the one they didn't April want. April doesn't believe in welfare and social good. They just, should just be happy. Like, no, they should still get gifts, but who cares if it's the off-brand whatever. Nobody when should I was be a kid, stomping on people's heads for Cabbage Patch Kids no. is what yeah. we're saying. When I was a kid, my parents gave me like nothing but off-brand, whatever was in the bargain bin toys. So it's like, oh, it's the Ninja Turtles, but they're barbarians for some reason. <laughs> I loved it. I didn't care. I got the smallest Transformers you could get, so I assume they're probably they're samurai the frogs. expensive Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I mean, love their samurai frogs, and they love tacos. I mean, just oh yeah, <laughs> oh uh, it's samurai it's, uh, pizza uh, cat. Uh, what is it? Uh, cowboys from Moo Mesa? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> oh, uh, just reflecting on like my like toy uh, experience, um, I I kind of I always got uh, I pretty much always got the toys that I wanted. I got the on brand ones, and it's not because my parents loved me more or. <laughs> Or 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 they had rich. or had amount of uh, money or whatever. It's just luck of the draw, and I think that there's nothing uh, wrong with getting <laughs> luck uh, of the draw. Getting, no, 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 no. Uh, April, stuff. April. <laughs> it's because your parents had money. That's why you got the stuff that you wanted. Maybe, but I money? don't want to. I, I don't want to. You know, talk. It's luck of the draw. Everybody went to the store, and you just pulled a it was like a butcher's number out. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, um, the people with the high numbers got the, the My favorite Toy Story is uh, my sister. I think Toy Story 2 is my favorite. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Whoa! Wait, okay, we'll get back on track right after this, though. My sister, my brother was really into Warhammers, and she went to a Wait. store, and she's like, you got any War Amp toys? <laughs> war Amp? Oh, no, War Amp. <laughs> yeah, okay, hold on. Wait, like Warhammer 40,000? Amputees. Yeah, she wanted the war amp toys, and they were like, uh, no, we don't have that. And it was only when she got home, she's like, oh, shit, it was Warhammer. I have a kind of funny toy story. It's nowhere near as funny as that, but um, I remember one year for Christmas, I got a Barbie and Ken um, set, and it was um, Baywatch-themed. Oh, God. And I had never seen... Of course I had never seen Baywatch. I don't even think that aired in Canada. I'm not sure. Okay, Baywatch <laughs> definitely aired in did, Canada. Did it? Okay. Yeah, it, it was did. too spicy I for was our like, channel. I was like probably like under 10. We didn't and know I, what I, beaches were, though. That's <laughs> no, not in What are you talking about? Wasn't there like <laughs> raccoons sure. or beachcombers? There was a whole TV show oh, about that's right. it. I love that I got a Ken doll. Um, like my Barbie it came with a bathing suit. It came with like a dolphin. Um, um, and like a little like uh, sea do like floaty thing, but holy I just remember shit, being like, you got a lot of toys, April. It was just that was just one set. So were your parents like, oh my god, April already has every Barbie and Ken they have. What else can we get her? Uh, this Baywatch one, no. she probably doesn't have it. That was my only Ken, but you're, you're uh, just- <laughs> I had an I had an Aladdin doll. Oh god. <laughs> Justin, yeah. you're you're like just seething with anger right now. It's like I, it's one like year. It, you got... may as well, April may as well be telling you she has two cottages. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you, April. Because I'll kill you. because I had a Baywatch doll. Come on. No, because you got every toy you ever wanted. <laughs> For the most part. Um, I remember we were a family yeah. that like we rented a Super Nintendo, and it was the best weekend of my life. <laughs> oh yeah. 
That's just like Colin when you had to rent a v- to rent VCR. Are you kidding? Yeah. Oh, you like, had to go to the gas just, station. My dad's like, yeah. we're getting a Genesis from the uh, video store for the weekend. I'm like, yeah! That does sound pretty fun. I love you, While Dad. my friend had literally every toy ever, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, you even have the alien toy that came out? He's like, yeah, I just wanted it. My parents got it for oh, me. Oh, I had those anyway. friends. I hated them so much. Hated them. All right, back to anyway, Jingle All the Way. Oh, jingle All the Way. We're not even like halfway through this goddamn All right, this episode is going to run long. That's fine. It's fine. It's a Christmas treat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we need to finish talking about so, the yeah. Santas. So he, es- he escapes from the Belushi situation. They get but in a huge fight. They get in a fight, and uh, so he, he he starts yeah. So he starts beating up the Santas, and then the Santas are all like circling him, and then well, they come at him with like nunchucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were we I was were like, where's Leon? Yeah, we were so <laughs> like as soon as the nunchucks came out, I'm like that would be so funny if it was just Leon. Yeah. And then you get this giant guy who is much taller than Arnold and Arnold is well, a big guy. Well, he's dot, actually a wrestler called Big Show. Okay, I was oh, going to say like who, who is that guy? That has to be someone. And he is wearing he's wearing no shirt and suspenders and he goes, "I'm going to deck your halls," which was pretty <laughs> funny. And so here is where the movie um, starts to it, it becomes a live action cartoon. Yeah. And the thing about this movie is um it doesn't commit fully to the live action cartoon. It just does it in like maybe three scenes. So when it happens, uh, it's kind of like uh, confusing because it's like, okay, is this a regular comedy or is this like a wacky, like off the wall? I love it. Big Show punches um, one of the elves off Arnold's head. It's Vern Vern Troyer. Vern Troyer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, But he flies through the air on a wire. But I do. Suspended. I do like that it is actually Vern Troyer on the wire. Yeah. Do you see it? It's not not like a a dummy or something like that. Oh, Vern Troyer. But he was like, he was like a little person stuntman. Yeah, I, um, honestly, Vern Troyer was great, and uh, may he rest in peace. Oh, uh, well. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, <laughs> I'm so glad we had a moment uh, of silence there for Vern wow. Troyer. That was a very short moment of silence. Yeah. Uh, okay. so, uh, <laughs> oh, Colin, too soon. Um, so, uh, so he leaves there, and uh, oh, he goes to the diner well, with Sinbad. So he ends up at Mickey's diner. Uh, this is one of the funniest scenes. No, yeah, because he yells at his kid first. Oh, yeah, that's right. They get on a phone call or he something. He calls Jamie, and Jamie is Jamie. something along the lines of, you never show up. You never yep. come anywhere. And it's because, um, you know, you have Chekhov's reindeer that uh, <laughs> Phil Hartman got for uh, the we'll neighborhood. Later. We'll see you later. That's right. Uh, Which yeah. leads to some great, uh, you know, uh, faulty towers like wordplay, where he's like, <laughs> "We called the reindeer Ted." So when uh, Jake Lloyd answers the phone, he's like, "Mom's outside petting Ted." Oh. <gasps> yeah, so that's all over this movie. Um, okay, so uh, Arnold is downtrodden. I like the faulty towers reference, by the way. Oh, yep. I mean, uh, John Cleese still funny uh, today <laughs> as he ever was. Pat, right, Ninety years old. <laughs> Him and Ansel Elgort and. No, I'm just kidding. You doing a comedy tour? No. Louis C.K., John Cleese, Ansel Elgort. What happened to John Cleese? No, nothing. Okay. He's like, oh, he's a, a very he a been, bitter old man. Has he, has he been like, canceled? No, no. no. Okay. He hasn't been canceled. He just goes like, you're, you, you, you're not allowed you, to be funny you anymore. You can't be funny you know, anymore. PC, police. Honestly, I, can't e- I can't even keep track of how many comedian male yeah. comedians say that these days. They so said I just assume that they all do. If they're over 50, assume they say that. They said the N-word on 
Pappy I, I know Jerry Seinfeld has said that, bless his heart. Uh, yeah. But you know, Jerry Seinfeld. If it was back in the day, they'd find him hilarious. It's not his material or anything. It's the you, people. You, who you can't. Everyone I you love. can't date a fifteen-year-old girl these days like you could back in the day. <laughs> I know. Have you seen someone did a Halloween set as ninety Seinfeld, and it was all about him dating a fifteen-year-old girl? <laughs> no, but that sounds great. If that, Are you if, if that exists on a link, please send it to me. I it does. Oh, I so love. Good. I love how Jerry Seinfeld. Talks about that. Oh, I talk about it. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld uh, on his comedians. Um, Cars you know, with coffee. Getting coffee. There's an episode where he just rails against Bobcat Goldway. <laughs> Why? Why? What's he got against Bobcat? Oh, Bobcat went on the talk shows and made fun of Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> dating a 15 year old. He's like, you know, God isn't bl- that? Like, God bless him. Yeah, and and it's so funny that Jerry Seinfeld is still pissed about that. But it's just like nobody talks about that. It was like nobody cared back then. Well, if you go back even further, further look at uh, Woody Allen and not only uh, uh, dating young people, uh, uh, his children, but also like uh, in movies, Manhattan is about him dating like a sixteen-year-old, and and all totally normal. People are so forgiving about it again. Like the attitudes towards it has changed, but that's not excusing it. You know? Oh god, Um, we really got off topic here. So we're pro Bobcast, (laughs) anti Jerry Seinfeld. This whole podcast is us getting off topic. April, don't worry. You can always um, rely on a complete a comedian that's you know completely unoffensive now. Good old Fraser Crane, Kelsey Grammer, right? <laughs> He's not a comedian. Uh, I know, but he, his political <laughs> views are completely okay. Let me take a big sip of water. As I look what he's been... Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me just put this uh, piece of plastic over my microphone before I do that. <laughs> There's so many funny things about Kelsey Grandma we could talk about, but let's get back to the movie. Yes. Um, like two, uh, like one of his siblings was killed by a shark. <laughs> what? That is not true. You did not know that? What? No. Yes. I was, uh, uh, you know what? Let's move on. <laughs> oh, yeah. We okay, haven't wait. even made it out no, of the wait. Santa They're warehouse. Mickey's Diner. And this is my favorite Hang on. thing. Okay. Not only. So, sorry, hold on a sec. Ahead. You know, Belushi, one of you guys could take that as your favorite thing. I, I love him in this movie. One of you guys could take, uh, you know, the Brian Setzer Orchestra music in this movie. But I'm going to take the uh, Mickey's Diner scene mm-hmm. where oh, he's sitting with so uh, Sinbad drinking booze. They're just like, you know. Uh, like fuck, you know, we 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 fucked up. We, we were trying up, to get our, yeah. our our kids some some toys, and we screwed up. Sinbad's like pouring booze into the thing, and then he just like has this. Uh, and Sinbad, I think, starts recollecting about how his dad like he, fucked him he over. He talks about how his dad never got him the toy he really wanted, but it's not just about that. I think he's more about like he was never around, and not only did he not give me this toy, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Justin, but he's like he like kind of like never showed up again, and he like stepped out on them. Yeah, and then so. yeah. Well, so I want to throw out a theory here: Is Sinbad's child dead? <laughs> Yes, um, because he's. I, I kept thinking, like, why Wait. isn't he at like the parade scene at Wait. the end or something? Um, oh no, is this yeah. like a plane, trains, and automobiles situation? Yes, yes. exactly. Oh no, Sinbad's yes. like, I like me. My kid likes me. Oh no. I okay. Uh, okay, we will. We will get to the thing you're oh. about to talk about, Colin. But I just want to talk about Sinbad a little bit here because his. Okay. So, so his performance in this movie is, I kept thinking of John Candy in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He's like this kind of very like big guy wearing a ridiculous hat, and he's very imposing on uh, Arnold and is just like, uh, 
not only like let's team up, but he's like very off-putting to him. And uh, I think it worked. Uh, I think the difference between John Candy and Sinbad is that Sinbad's character in this movie is like actively like punching Arnold, well, throwing well, him into things. Not only Arnold, but in that opening scene where for him where they're in the line at the mall he starts grabbing a woman and choking her because he's getting so <laughs> I think upset he a woman like into a stand yeah, he gets <laughs> like, so upset and that again like i do feel like sinbad is a little too much in this movie but i was kind of chuckling at like a lot of his antics like he gets like uh like dog piled on at the mall and he's like Rodney King Rodney King you know like he's really like uh, he's he's bringing uh, the the racial humor that this movie needs <laughs> and I say that <laughs> oh no, my god I, know, I really do I say that honestly because like we need <laughs> so, hey somebody's gotta say it and you know it, it should be Sinbad <laughs> It could have been Arnold. Well, exactly. Has Colin gone into a coma? <laughs> he's, 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 not <laughs> with, he's not with us right now. He's, he, he's in the oh. bathroom. <laughs> All right. I'm going to need to bring that up back up when he comes back. Oh, Colin was like, no Sinbad no, for me. He says that uh, he, he brings up kind of these kind of like racial jokes a couple times. And yeah. I, I, again, well, I, I feel I, like that's like Sinbad uh, improvising. Exactly. Oh, dude, totally. There's no way that was in the script. Um, no, absolutely not. That's not really uh, the screenwriter Randy Cornfield style. So April just said, Colin, that Sinbad brings to Jingle All the Way the racial humor the movie needs. It's true. If it's just, <laughs> if it's just like one more ingredient in this witch's brew of a movie. <laughs> there were a couple of times where he made like, or, or maybe he, get, like, he, did, he gets yeah, arrested. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, it's because I'm black and I, you know, which yeah. is very done. But like, there's like terrorist jokes in this movie. At one yeah. Point. Yeah. So, uh, okay, but so Colin, your favorite part is in, this, in scene, this scene, and I think it's, and I think a, it's like a little yeah, Sinbad is like talking to Schwarzenegger, and he's like, "Oh, my dad didn't get me this," and like blah blah blah. He's basically saying like, "My dad was exactly like you," and this is what happened to me. And then he's looking at Sinbad, and he has this vision of Jake Lloyd <laughs> wearing, wearing the, the, the mail delivery person outfit, but he's got this big like bottle of booze, and he's like, "Hey, Dad, what's up?" He says this. No, he Here's goes, "This you. one's for you." <laughs> Dad. Here's to you, Dad. Yeah, here's to you. He takes a sip and he goes, Ugh. And am I amused by little kids pretending they're drinking alcohol? It's, yes, I am. It's so funny. But it's such a funny little outfit he's got. It's like a child size, like Sinbad so outfit. It's so cute. And then Schwarzenegger's reaction, it's so funny. I took a picture of it like last time we watched this movie, like a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that you could never have your main characters drink alcohol in a kid's film oh, no, these days. Absolutely not. That's why it was because it's like he goes, here's to you, dad. And I was like, is he really good? He drinks it. And obviously it's not real booze, but he has a whiskey bottle in his hand. He drinks it and he pretends like it was strong. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. It's the best acting Jake Lloyd has ever done. Yes. <laughs> Are you an angel? Oh, <laughs> you know, he was a little rough around the edges, but there was something real there. Something there real. That's what George Lucas saw, and he's like, ah, that yep. kid's going to be in uh, my movie. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, here on the radio ad where they're at this, like, diner, that uh, radio station is like, if you can name all the reindeer you know, call them first or whatever, you'll get, like, a Turbo Man, and then they cram into this phone booth, and mm-hmm. uh, basically, like, Sinbad is, like, so pissed that Arnold Schwarzenegger knows. He, like, th- they tear the phone booth apart. And, like, this poor man, his diner, Mickey, it's, like, a small place. 
I felt so bad for him where he's like, guys, you can go to the radio station as opposed to get out of my he restaurant. Doesn't say anything. He just goes, get out. Uh, April, it was really funny. She's like, I heard like a cocking gun. And you think that they're going to like turn around. He's going to have like a shotgun, like get out. But he's just like, guys, they fucking destroy. And this looks like a vintage phone booth and everything. They wrecked this thing. Poor Mickey. They don't even apologize to him or give him any money. And then he never comes back. Assholes. <laughs> no, we want the Mickey story in the extended universe. I want like a spinoff. Mickey's Diner. <laughs> Mickey's Diner. <laughs> the jingle year. <laughs> Mickey's Diner, uh, a jingle all the way story. Yeah, it was about just one toy on one day for them. But for me, it was about paying all the damage they did. Took years. Years. Uh, but getting back to the adventures of Arnie and oh Sinbad, they three stooges it out the door. And by that, I mean they yeah, get stuck in I the door on that. the way that out. That was cute. That's part of this like live action cartoon thing I mentioned earlier, uh, which is kind of like very smallly peppered in until the end scene. Um, so they, they're running. And I love that he's like, Dasha Denser, Prince of Vixen. <laughs> Can you name all of the uh, reindeers? Uh, yes. Right now? Can I? Yes. yes. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Victon, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. And do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on. Rudolph. Who is the fam- most famous reindeer Rudolph. of all? <laughs> What's oh, his name? Of course, of course. Adolf. Uh, Adolf, <laughs> the reindeer? <laughs> Oh, they change yeah. his name at the last Germany, minute. They do. Uh, yes. Uh, so they get to the the station and they're like, <laughs> it's really funny because Martin Mull. The way, yeah, they Martin Mull is the DJ, and the way Arnold comes in, it's actually really good comedy because obviously he's like panting and stuff. So he's like, hey, I I know all the reindeer. He closes the door. The door completely smashes because it's made of glass, and, and Martin Mull is just like, oh god. There's a crazy person in my booth. Like it's hard to really describe, but it was we were laughing. This is an example of the comedy intentionally being very good. Just funny because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, but if sweating. a big Arnold came in, like sweating, panting, <laughs> saying, "I know all the reindeer. I get the Turbo Man doll," and he breaks open the door and the glass smashes <laughs> exactly. everywhere, and he's just like, "Oh no!" It was perfect. Yeah, Richard Mall, help! Get Sabrina's help. He was on Sabrina Mar- the Teenage Witch. Martin 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 Mall. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so Sinbad comes in, he's like threatening to blow up the place, saying, claiming he has like an explosive package, saying that again, like he deals with explosives every day because he works in the post office. Yeah, I think um, he's just making that up. So like they call the cops, Robert Conrad again shows up and then Sinbad's <laughs> pretending to blow it up. Uh, he's like, oh, I got like a package. Uh, him and Arnold escape, and Robert Conrad is left dealing with this, like, you know, what we think is like a fake. And he's bomb. and and uh, Sinbad's like, I just made that up. They cut to exterior, and it goes. The building blows up, which so is very funny. It's actually like a bomb. But product. then when they like cut to the close up, and he the the cop has like comically <laughs> like uh, you know coal all over his face and stuff. It's like. Did you want them to cut back and like the cop is just in pieces just, like, and they're all weeping? Blood, I didn't want like, them to cut back yeah, at all, but gore. I guess they had to because the cop is going to return in the final it's scene. It's like for a Roadrunner cartoon, more you know violence. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love yeah. how he's wearing like uh, these like bandage mittens for no, the rest no, no. of the movie. That's later, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's after because of the bomb went yeah. off. His hands he's were severed. Holding the, oh, he's holding. Okay, because later he like throws hot coffee on him. But did, yeah, that's did later. He that's already later. have the bandaged hands at that point. Uh, yes, he did okay. at that point. I, yeah. thought maybe, I thought maybe the coffee resulted in the We have to check in with hands. Justin. Justin, did he already have You're the You're the expert on this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love oh, yeah. how, like, yeah, Arnold runs back to his car in front of Mickey's diner, and the car has been stripped, like... 
Yeah. Like, like he left it in the worst place. And that was like, in America. who did that? It's like, but you thought, it, you thought it was revenge or whatever. I but thought it's just maybe implying, it was like, uh, Sinbad did it or something. No, but, it's just like a bad neighborhood or whatever, but it didn't seem like it. No. And I said like the movie's trying to imply that, you know, you know, Mickey's a black man. They, parks it in front of his diner and it's, it's like a bad neighborhood or something like that yes i think that's what they're implying yeah. it's well, like oh no racist. this diner's know, owned by terrible. mickey it's got to be a bad neighborhood well i don't like that you know, this isn't like the neighborhood no. in in vacation when you go <laughs> they drive downtown hello can you tell me how to get here yeah fuck your mama thank you <laughs> thank you very much uh, okay. Yes, Chevy Chase, bad man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks too. Okay, so, so what would be the no, greatest but, cast of like uh, you know horrible people that uh, you could put into a movie? What what Edgar Wright Brian movie? Singer. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brian Singer. Brian Singer starring. He's an actor. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, he's so the like worst. like I mean, hey, Chevy Chase is not like a literal criminal. No, I mean you know, know. As far as uh, know. Brian Singer was in uh, you know he had a cameo in one of those Star Trek movies. Uh, Star Trek, uh, whatever. So did Donald uh, Trump. You know, uh, Roman Polanski, he was an actor. You know? Okay, so... Uh, so it's just bad people, yeah. yeah. And like Gary Godot... Go, go, is it Godot? The director <laughs> of Master of the Universe? No, but it's like, yeah. Uh, I'm Edgar Wright. I'm gonna... It, my, the next movie's gonna... Gonna make me a star in America. Uh, stars are, you know, Roman Polanski. Well, there's nobody... <laughs> oh, there's nobody bad in the Sparks Brothers. Uh, that we know. No, it's great. Um, it's funny you mentioned Speaker's Corner earlier because uh, you know who was, on, was that I would saw ago. that I saw on that was um, Bare Naked Ladies. They, That's right. They sung on that and also Weird Al. Well, Bare Naked Ladies. That's how they became famous. Was they went on Speaker's Corner? I don't know Corner. if that's how they became it's true. famous. No, it's true. Uh, okay, that, yeah. that that got them their big break. They sang their Yoko Ono song and they sang like yeah. another song. As Lovers well. in a Dangerous Time, yeah. I think. But also, uh, Weird Al was all over that shit. Well, Weird Al hosted much would, music. For, I, I know, but I remember seeing him on Speaker's Corner, too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because he had to do all the things. I think uh, Weird Al, <laughs> you could probably find it on YouTube. I think <laughs> Speaker's we, Corner was right outside of much music. Weird Al came and like took over much music for like a yeah, yeah. week and it was, or something. Do you remember this, Justin? And it was called... No, I don't remember this oh, no, at all. No. And I was a kid who would watch much music, hoping against hope to see a Weird Al music no, video. Really? They never he played them. He took over yeah. much music for like a week. He would take over much music for like, yeah, never like a full that. week. And it was called like Al TV or something. Um, yeah. Some of it yeah, is He did on, that on MTV as well, didn't he? I don't know. Some of it is on YouTube, though. Yeah, where he interviews celebrities like the Eminem yeah, interview yeah. and he like inserts himself into yeah. it but it's yeah. like he would basically like be the VJ yeah. and he would play his own videos and he would also play like videos and they he would just like uh, stop them and have him like green screened over them and like dancing in front of it and shit like that I would have loved to turn that on and seen it but I didn't have the internet so I had no way of knowing that's what that was happening I guess well, we were just rich kids look it up now yeah <laughs> I April guess we were like, just rich I asked my parents if they would put the Al man the weird one on television <laughs> And they did. And then one year for Christmas, I got the complete Owl DVD of all his music videos, and I still. My friend had it. that. It was in a snapper case. Yeah, Loved yeah, it. Still- <laughs> one year for Christmas, I got Weird Owl. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like he's waving at her and it's like her parents have gun behind his back oh, that would be great april um okay yeah. uh where What's are up? we where are we in this movie we're oh we, the, we gotta at, go back home oh wait we're at the yeah he goes back home his car is stripped he ends up back home he tries to steal the uh a turbo yeah because turbo he man. sees um phil hartman putting up the star on the tree in his house his which is the tree. thing that he does 
And yeah, I was reminded of that movie, The Sixth Day, where Arnold is looking through his window that's and he right. sees it's his so, clone bowling so out fun. his birthday cake. And he's like, And that's, that's only me. because me and April recently listened to an episode of We Hate Movies. <laughs> and in honor of he- We Hate Movies, let's go on to hour three of this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I guess technically, but we had also watched The Sixth Day not too long ago. Yeah, maybe it was As like you and Colin ago. do your yearly six <laughs> yeah. days. No, actually, it was the first time I'd seen it. But yeah, that movie kind of holds up. It's not bad. Holds up. It's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. Like, so boring. The only thing it should hold up is my broken toilet. <laughs> what? The VHS it's going under your toilet? No, just like propping up the toilet. Wait, wait. I have questions. If it's if it's bad, then it doesn't hold up. So it really shouldn't hold up your broken toilet. The only thing it should hold up uh, is like with so, a DVD. So uh, Arnold looks through oh, the window and he hears Phil he's Hartman's like, voice being like, "He's like, oh, uh, that guy's there's a turbo man. Um, the guy's having safely under wife. my tree, yeah. under my tree. He's putting his uh, got it under my tree. He's putting his uh, he's coming down my wife's chimney. All right. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Phil Hartman actually goes. Christmas comes just once a year. Yeah, like Arn. Like I said, like Phil Hartman is like milking it. No pun intended. Uh, you know, uh, Christmas cookies. Uh, and uh, so, like... <laughs> By that, you mean, uh, mean Arnold's wife's breast milk he's milking. <laughs> I mean milk and cookies. Put the titty yeah, down. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Arnold is like, oh, I'll just steal uh, Phil Hartman's son's toy. And he almost What does a terrible it. play. Yes. I know, like, he's not thinking straight, but, like, uh, he almost does it. And then he's like, what am I doing? And then he goes back and he realizes, oh God, there's a killer reindeer in the house. I love this reindeer. Oh, it's so good. It's almost all animatronic, yeah. except when it's running through frame. Yeah. And I looked up, I was like, was this a Jim Henson puppet? No, it wasn't. Because the director worked with them and I couldn't find any reference that they had done No, it. it's in the uh, it's in the credits and I, I wrote down who it was, but it said like a uh, special, there's a lot of like good makeup people and animatronic people on this movie, but in, it mm-hmm. says specifically like, uh, reindeer by blah 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 blah. Okay, uh, so it was. I didn't write it down. Wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it down in my head. Unless that's their name. <laughs> Sorry, I can't tell you. Uh, okay, um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, Arnold actually punches the reindeer, and then uh, they kind of have a little reference to the Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Barbarian fans in the audience. Oh, d- does he punch? Something he punches in? a camel. Oh, I actually, twice I think oh, in the right. first one it's and the second one. It's been way too long since I've seen that movie. I love that shot of the punch too. It's like the fifth punching an animatronic reindeer <laughs> in slow motion. <laughs> I love all the close up of the face of the reindeer. It's like <laughs> well, it's so good. It's like a monster. You know Arnold, who is the king of the uh, one liner doesn't really have any one-liners in this movie. Doesn't he? I'm not a pervert. He's uh, a pure villain. Do you think uh, he should have, uh, when he punched the reindeer, should he have said, I'll be buck? <laughs> he does say something when he punches yeah, the reindeer, he, and I don't he does say remember something, what it is. Yeah. He's like a stupid fucking piece of shit reindeer. I, I, <laughs> yeah, no, I stole, I stole that I'll be buck joke I'm from- gonna make, uh, I'm going to make some the, stew out of you tonight. How about that, Ted? I still all be buck from the nostalgia critic. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. oh Ooh, god, Jesus the Christ. stink on this podcast still infect, now. Still infecting please. my brain. Edit the, that part out, please. Uh, no, keep it in, no. April. Oh my god, the nostalgia critic picture and uh, signature have reappeared on your fridge. Oh, Jesus. No, um, that's not on the fridge, is it? No, I threw that out years ago. Thank god. <laughs> yeah, but it's like an evil, cursed object. It keeps coming back. Oh, it's like um, the Annabelle doll. But it is fun that <laughs> it is fun that after this, the nostalgia critic. <laughs> comes home <laughs> after the scene um, just put it uh, in a, put it in a glass case do not open 
<laughs> in my garage with my cursed objects. Uh, what are your cursed objects, Colin? Uh, pretty a much. copy of the sixth day that held up your toilet. <laughs> pretty much that so far. Uh, you know, I'm just starting a collection, and it's like a it's like a gallery, you know, wall. Well, you've got that little syringe bottle with the maple syrup in it, and I opened it up the other day, and it's starting to crystallize and like mutate in there. <laughs> oh no! So, uh, <laughs> hey, he could sell that for millions of dollars, April. Yeah. That's a collector's item. Um, okay, so did he- you? Okay, hold on. I read. You know, I read today that Canada is opening up its maple syrup reserves. <laughs> so I'm not, I thought it was the Beaverton or like the, some onion article or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, like the States is opening up like their oil reserves to like, you know, lower the prices of oil. But yes. Canada is opening up its maple syrup reserves. Because really? So yes. are we holding back on, on exporting no, maple syrup? No, because the uh, supply is so low right now that the prices are exorbitant. So they're opening. <laughs> I didn't know we had reserves. Okay, but also what? Well, uh, you know, Canada does work on the uh, maple syrup system. <laughs> That's how all money is measured. Why are our supplies so low? I don't, well, it's like COVID and whatnot. Uh, the yeah, supply we, chain. Yeah, okay, the supply chain, yeah, but we can make as much maple syrup as always. <laughs> April's like, just go outside, lick the <laughs> yeah, trees. Just, just They're put, just leaking just maple put, syrup. Just put a faucet into the tree. That's how I was told we how make maple syrup. How can't I get a car? It's like you just put them together. Do you guys consume a lot of maple syrup? I'm not a big no. Actually, it's fine. No. So uh, we had maple syrup in that uh, video we did recently. We had actually a big jar of it in the fridge, For and like, like we three like, years. yeah, we like never use it. Never. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I love maple syrup, but yeah, I, I, I'm not a big like pancakes or French toast person anymore. I just find it too heavy. Yeah, I would eat them the odd time if I'm like splurging or like oh maple syrup like uh, uh, yeah, pancakes but, or yeah, but like I, I don't. Like I'm, I'm well, I would never waffles as well. It's really like not. Yeah, I have made. I had cakes, one. I had one waffle in Milwaukee on for, your my, birthday. for my birthday. Yeah, um, but yeah, like waffles. Are, <laughs> and you ate it grim faced and with no enjoyment. I did. And I'm like, were you like this isn't the Canadian maple syrup? I didn't say that. <laughs> no, but, I have a controversial opinion. I'm not a big breakfast food person. Yeah, me oh, neither. I love breakfast, but I'm not big nah. on the like uh, uh, sweet breakfast stuff. Yeah. I think that's. I don't like the stickiness of maple syrup either. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it. I think it, as a child who would eat Eggos every morning as a kid, and they would me stick too. up my pages of the Archie comic. Yeah. Ugh, I was gross. big on Eggos. Do you remember you- one time my mom? It was like, uh, was it Pancake Wednesday or Tuesday? Third Tuesday. I think it's Pancake a Shrove Tuesday. Yeah, yeah pan- Pancake Day. So I remember my mom uh, making pancakes for uh, dinner. Mm-hmm. That's oh what yeah, we, we, had, we had that a ton growing up. My dad would make pancakes for dinner. It's so good. But it was only on that <laughs> really? one. Yeah. Only on that one day. And I think I ate too many of them or something, or she just made oh. them really big. And I remember just vomiting for like oh. hours. <laughs> <laughs> well that Colin, take a swim in the pool. That'll make you feel better. <laughs> that will turn you off of anything. Oh, yeah. and it was just like I, I don't think I ever wanted pancakes for like years after that. Yeah. I mean the thing about pancakes is it's literally in the name. It is a cake you make in a pan and then you're putting sweet syrup on That's it. That's so why I they don't, call them pancakes. Yeah, so I don't necessarily feel like eating a dessert for breakfast, especially as somebody who doesn't I mean I Believe me, I love sweets, but I don't eat desserts regularly. It's more of a treat. So it's just like, I can't start my day off with like a fucking pancake breakfast. Well, you could put meat in it, April. (laughs) You have have bacon on the side. Yeah, a crepe I could see. But I used to eat French toast a ton growing up. I used to eat bacon sandwiches a ton growing up. But, you know, uh, now I'm I'm older and I have to, I'm more of an egg on toast gal. (laughs) I love eggs. Mm. I I can't get enough of them. 
Anyway. Yeah, too many eggs when I was a kid, too. Maybe it's just all stuff I ate too much as a kid. I think so. So you probably don't eat breakfast at all, right, Justin? Uh, I have smoothies in the morning. This podcast is so exciting. <laughs> I know. It's like we've literally not talked about the movie at all. No, we have People love we it. Have, yeah. This is the Christmas surprise. It's like uh, we do one paragraph about the movie and then, you know. This is mega-sized podcast today. I, I want to make the argument when in the morning. It's like, can't I just have like a hamburger in the morning? And <laughs> No. How different it is than breakfast food. I like bacon and stuff like that. If you wait long enough for your breakfast. Well, the thing is also, if you look at what they eat for breakfast in other countries, it will make you feel better about what you want to eat for breakfast. No shit. Yeah. Uh, Nothing but pate on baguettes. (laughs) Well, no. Hey, in French, uh, breakfast is is le petit déjeuner and lunch is déjeuner. So, you know. A small lunch. Well, this morning lunch. I had a Japanese breakfast, which was uh, uh, I had white rice uh, with a fried egg on top with uh, uh, the sesame seeds and uh, seaweed. Uh, what's that called again? I forget. We just watched a video on it yesterday. Well, la dida. Sounds fancy. Furikake. And then also I had my pickled. <laughs> furikake. Yes, that's what it's called. And, okay. And, and then okay. I also had my pickled cucumbers on there. So it was really good. And then I got to work. It was 1030. And I was like. I'm starving. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, you I know what know. happened when you finished that breakfast? What? You got a you got a Sega Genesis. You got a, <laughs> you got a Ken doll and a Barbie. I know. Oh, a tense Turbo Man. No, thank you. <laughs> Boring. All right. Okay. So let's skip forward to okay, the we're, final wait, wait, wait. Scene. Nope, 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 nope. Because the house Ted's house catches fire, um, oh, and then Artie tries to put it out. He kicks. Um, one of the three wise men out the window and Phil <laughs> Hartman comes upon it and he goes, uh, does he go like, no. Balthazar? Balthazar. <laughs> he goes, Balthazar. That was funny. He knows what wise men it was. <laughs> that was That's really that funny. Was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and okay. then like the whole family deserts him. They're like, how dare you? And then they're like, we're going yeah, to- Yeah, the- you're going to steal something under the gift uh, tree yeah. that didn't belong to you. It's and like- then Phil Hartman has my favorite line of the movie, but it's not my favorite thing. Where he looks at Arnie and he goes, you can't bench press your way out oh, of this yeah, one. That's no, right. That's so right. Good. Uh, that I- was improvised by Phil Hartman. Was it really? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. So this is a funny thing because, you know, Arnold, they, they always sort of dance around it in the movies where he plays like the normal guy, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah. he's built like Mr. Olympia. Like there's, exactly. there's no two ways around, you know, you, you can't like even in gigantic. Like, end of days or something where he's playing this like, quote unquote, like end slob. of days, you know what his name is? He's Yeah. Jericho, Jericho Kane. But he's putting like <laughs> I like End of Days. That movie's a great uh, New Year's movie. But he's putting like you know pizza in the blender and like with whiskey and like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> yeah, he's supposed and to it's be like, this like out of shape. I'm this alcoholic who eats terribly. It's like you're built like a fucking tank, dude. Mm-hmm. Like how they, the way they dance around it in these movies and never mention it is so funny. And that's part of why it's it's just hilarious to watch him in like these. Every man rolls. I fully agree. It's so good. Um, and yeah, but it is great that it's called attention to by Phil Hartman. You can't bench push your way out of this one. It's so funny. <laughs> he said that so seriously too as he's leaving the room. I know. But I, so, okay. So, well, if you're, that's not your, I, can I just say that my favorite thing is Phil Hartman? Because <laughs> Oh yeah, overall, absolutely. I mean, we've talked about a lot of things we like about this movie, but I mean, it's just, he's just a joy on screen. So we get to the parade, the Christmas Eve parade. It's like the turbo. Which is like parade. So weird. I believe it's called Winterlicious. Isn't that what they say or something like that? No, that's a no, Toronto. Winterlicious is yeah, a Toronto, that, that's yeah, a that's Toronto a... <laughs> food festival. Winterlicious um. is when uh, restaurants in Toronto uh, offer up tasting menus for cheap 
so that everybody can like try out. Too rich for my blood. Obviously not April's, but <laughs> <laughs> she's running to the bathroom right now. All right, finally, we can make fun of her. No, we're at the parade, and I love this parade because it is the weirdest collection of characters. It's so bizarre. Is Santa even seen in this parade? I don't think he is. Like, oh, maybe briefly, but you get to see my favorite character, the Tick, (laughs) walking around. What the hell? So I guess it must have been... Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog is there as well? Really? Yeah, he's walking around with Bert and Ernie. Oh my god! Okay, very weird sort of like licensing issues going on. Yeah, whoever they there's like <laughs> Rock'em Sock'em robots is like was that popular? There's a Ninja Turtle. There's a Cat in the Hat. I feel like they All just talked to like Avi Arad or something. He's like, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, because he <laughs> owned like Toy Biz or whatever. He has all this stuff that I own. <laughs> we got the Ernie and Bert. <laughs> And you get uh, comedic announcers that are really not that funny. Uh, um, it's Philip Morris. Uh, uh, f- yeah, from uh, Seinfeld. Yeah. Jackie, uh, Jackie, Jackie Charles. Charles from Seinfeld. And then another girl who's really not funny who's just like, this may be the end of civilization as we know it. What we um, also get, um, so Arnold gets mixed up. He runs into this like back alleyway because he's robbing, uh, r- running away from. <laughs> robbing. <laughs> running away from oh, Robert Well, we're Conrad. skipping over my favorite part, which is when Arnie's running to the parade because I guess he wants to apologize to his family. He crashes into the cop and there's a shot of the cop yeah. laying on the ground and then there's a crash zoom on him as the, the coffee hits him and he screams. Yeah, so he's like already horribly injured. That's and then my he gets favorite thing. And, he's like, and there's like a crash zoom out of like a 70s exploitation film. I, I, I miss that. Poor Robert Conrad. He's been suffering a yeah, lot. Yeah, and he's got these movie. little bandaged mittens. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. I, it, it's very much like this guy is. Why been is so he much. back at work? I don't <laughs> know. But like, it's the same day. Christmas Eve. It's like, yeah, they like put him, it's like, put your mittens on and get on your. He's like a well, motorbike cop, too. He can't Not drive. only does he do all that, he's on a parade float later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my Did you guys see the okay. float? No, he rewound the police float. There, oh, because there's, there's a, a policeman there's, on a trampoline. A trip. What is this? He could not understand why this oh. was happening. So the parade is actually the Holiday Wintertainment <laughs> Parade. Wintertainment. Okay. But for yeah. some reason, the police float has a trampoline with a gun. I mean, I would love g- it if I was a kid. I once <laughs> went to a Santa Claus parade on Bloor Street in the annex, and this has never happened to me in my life. I got trapped in a sea of people. Really? Like, I could not move. Yeah. It was horrifying. So for people who don't know, there's something every year. It's actually in November. It's not even in December. The I think Santa Claus, Santa Claus parade. parades are pretty common. Um well, yeah, yeah it's, no, they uh, it's are. But the one in, thing the in one in Toronto is huge, though. It used to be. It would air on television. We would watch it as a kid. But I actually worked at a, a, a sports bar on Bloor, and people would just like camp out inside and just like have hot chocolate and be like, I can't oh, go out yeah, there. It's yeah. just too busy. It's too packed. And uh, I would never. I I hate parades. I hate being out in the cold. <laughs> I hate fun. Yeah, I hate I, I'm definitely anti-parade. You know what I hated was the upside down clowns. <laughs> They're a little freaky. <laughs> I would always be on the street. Message us if you had upside down clowns at your country or your city. I did love that like Santa Claus always came at the end. And I remember my, yeah. my mom or dad telling me that. I was like, oh, no, Santa's coming. Come. They save him for last. Yeah, yeah, we'd watch it on TV sometimes, but every year my aunt and uncle would take us down, uh, me and my cousin, so we'd, you know, sit on the street level, and but the friggin' upside-down clowns, they would just yeah. be like these people, you know, they would wear suits. Whatever you do, 
Don't send photos of upside down clowns <laughs> oh to Colin. Oh my god! But they would like oh, we know them. It would fucking terrify me. And then oh, they, okay. It took they, me a moment. I know what you mean. It's like their head is low, so yes. it looks like they're walking on their hands, yes. right? But they'd yeah. wave at you with their feet, but it would be their hand. So basically, would, their head is where their crotch is. Yeah, it would <laughs> yeah. be a, it would be dick a fake clowns. Head. We like to call them. Is that what you call them? Dick no. clowns. Okay, dick clowns. I don't know, but they're nightmarish to me. Clowns yeah. are bad enough, but these fucking things. Would you like, have nightmares about them, Colin? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Who can remember? It was like something out of like extra, like the way it was like walking, you know? <laughs> yeah, on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Like the upside it was down just really clown. weird. It was just like walking unnaturally. It was, and they're waving with their feet. It was really yeah, creepy. Yeah, I didn't like it. Um, okay, so speaking of unnatural, creepy things, Schwarzenegger is like Jamie, Jamie. Yeah, he, uh, he gets chased man. by the cop. He goes uh, in the back, and then I hear a voice, and I'm like, Oh, oh, is it Gilbert Godfrey, my favorite? No, no, it's the uh, poor man's Gilbert Godfrey, oh. Curtis Booger Armstrong. He, oh, right, yeah, right, that's right. Who, who plays Booster? But I love the uh, the guys that are getting him into the Turbo Man outfit. <laughs> like uh, he looked and, and sounded go, like David Cross. Yeah, but the guys like. Uh, uh, yeah, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, things have worked out better since the rehearsal. Uh, they said that uh, Billy's starting to get uh, show some brain function again. Yeah, so thank <laughs> I thought you. that that guy looked so much like Michael Ian Black, but it was not him. Um, he did look like him, but like the performance and like uh, the lines, uh, it 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 mm-hmm. said David Cross to me. But it was funny because he's like, yeah, like, thank you for filling in last minute. Um, the guy from the dress rehearsal, yeah, he's starting to get filling in his legs again. And I was like, whoa, did Julie Tamor direct this uh, parade? <laughs> oh, great joke, oh, right? A topical Spider-Man joke. <laughs> Turn off the dark. Yeah, Spider-Man. Great joke, right? Spider-Man. Oh, God, we should do a special episode where we just watch all of Spider-Man turn off the dark and do a podcast. I about believe it. oh, it's all God. on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure oh, it's awful. It'd be so amazing. <laughs> we'll do a so, special music. So moving episode. on, Arnold gets in the Turbo Man suit. Oh, uh, did you guys notice the really off-color joke that Curtis Armstrong says? No, I forget. He goes, "Oh, you're finally here. I'm sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant." Oh, oh Jesus whoa. Christ! No, yeah. I did not hear that. <laughs> well, it was 1996. Uh, that's no yeah. excuse. A long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, so now we enter into insane live-action cartoon territory where Arnold is flying through the air on a jetpack. <laughs> oh, he, he can give a Turbo Man doll to anyone, so of course he goes, Jamie, and Jamie goes, I love that. He He's like, you, you, Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. But it's like implied that, okay, how the fuck are, do these people not know that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger? His <laughs> wife... His wife uh, and don't child. Don't you hear that uh, voice modulator? <laughs> it's like classic Superman. It's like the most big, subtle voice modulation. It's like right over. <laughs> he right, looks right, just right. like him. It's, it's a suspension of disbelief. I guess. Um, but I love the mom. Like so, yeah, they get into a fight. Uh, Sinbad like beats up. He, he gets in like gets the, in the Dementor, Dementor outfit. outfit. Like it's very silly. He's putting. It's it's all right. He is putting Jamie in so much danger as an actual <laughs> child. Oh yeah. There's one point where like he's chasing Jamie and Jamie's like running down the the sidewalk going like mom and then rita wilson's like jamie she's standing at the sidelines and she does nothing yeah it's like her son is being taken on the parade route colin the upside down clowns will come at you (laughs) they're waving their their feet at you going no yeah but i mean what, what i was saying when this scene was happening was like at this point the movie becomes so ridiculous and stupid you just you just go along with it to the point where it's like, 
all right. Like, it, like it, it just becomes, like, oh, everything becomes okay. I have something uh, really important to talk about. Did you guys notice that Booster is wearing a thong? What? I did, yes. But I don't... it's like, did he just have, like, big monster, like, trunk hidden in there? Why would you wear that? He had balls or something, Wait, I guess. Wait, Booster on the outside of the costume is yeah, wearing a thong? Yeah, I did notice yeah. that. I, oh, I, I thought you meant, like, was a little weird. I thought you meant, like, Booger... When he comes no. out of the costume, is wearing a thong. No, the actual bear monster thing oh, is wearing weird. a thong. I thought it was a little weird. Okay, <laughs> so during uh, the scene where Jamie gets chased by Dementor, Booster gets knocked off of the float, and a bunch of kids come up and start beating him that's up. Yeah. Right, and they're, they're like, "You like, suck, Booster!" Everybody hates and Booster, and that's where they say that slur I mentioned earlier. Oh Jesus! Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I do not approve of that, Yikes. ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, anyway, this, this the movie's over. Turbo Man, yeah, <laughs> no, Jamie, it's not. this wiener kid gets his stupid six foot tall Turbo Man doll, um, gets uh, chased, uh, uh yeah, by... uh, Arnold, like, literally flies, well, uh, first of all, so, straight up into the air, they would never have a, like, working jetpack, of course not, but you know what, it's a movie, and you know when um, Sinbad chases Jake Lore on the rooftop, we get a little Vertigo joke for the adults in the audience. Really? <laughs> He's like, "Haven't you seen the movie Vertigo, kid?" Is yeah, that what he said? Yeah, yeah, he does. Again, oh like Sinbad is the only one like kind of like throwing out these references. Um, again, very like his act, but like it's it's I appreciate. I think it. the fact that it is like a nobody would get that. Is like, Especially not the is, little kids. Is funny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so. But I told you how like ridiculous. I went down to. I think I've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast. When I went down to like L.A., I was actually applying to this effects company, mm-hmm. <laughs> who did the flying scene. So they were adding mostly the uh, smoke trails to like the mm-hmm. uh, jetpack. But then there was the one shot that I was there for, where they uh, when he spins around the flagpole. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> that was playing on the uh, on the monitor, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" <laughs> just, just in a loop to show off their work. Oh yeah, they were or kind of like playing it for like it, the supervisor yeah. was coming by to like look at the animation or something. But they had the life size Turbo Man outfit on a um, a life size like kind of cast, wow. of, a body cool. cast of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, and it was just there because they had to model it in CG and like get all the kind of like texturing and stuff. And it was just oh, like I'm sitting jealous. There. I didn't know what the hell I was like looking at, but. Back in the day. Man. Pretty cool. Yeah. And Arnold uh, breaks his neck uh, in this scene, and the rest of the film is the death dream. <laughs> yeah. Another one of those. Okay, so we get to the end. Uh, of course, you know, he, he beats Sinbad, but of course Sinbad is fine. Damn he just man. hits him in his uh, glass uh, uh, brain... Uh, a jar like, thing. Jar thing. Jamie. And he's okay. And then uh, he gets the toy to Jamie, and then they're arresting Sinbad, and he's like... No, but um, I love how, like, the reveal happens. So, like, Schwarzenegger's like, how do you know my name? And he's like... No, uh, Jake Lloyd goes, I wish Dad was here <laughs> to see all this. <laughs> I am Jamie. Uh, it's like... And then uh, Arnold, oh, yeah. being a little shit as well, is like, oh, your dad is very proud of you or something like that. He's like, how do you know? He's like, it, because I am your dad or it's me. <gasps> I love the reveal. Dad? He goes... Power? Power? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like I love. Know. Yeah, they really go over the top. Rita Wilson's reaction is like Howard. Like she is horny and then for she's Arnold like, Schwarzenegger. Uh, she goes. Howard? What do you think Tom Hanks said after he watched this movie at its premiere? But I, oh what oh what you think you think Arnold Schwarzenegger is more attractive than me? I bet that's what he said. <laughs> Wait, so Tom Hanks can't tell the difference between like reality and no, fiction? Exactly. <laughs> she's like. I mean, she's do like, you think Tom, he enjoyed it? Four or five acting. stars. I'm acting. But what I don't understand is because Rita Wilson's character is like, you know, 
Howard? Like, you've seen this guy at home without a shirt he on. He is just poured into that suit. He's a fucking... Yeah, exactly. This guy is like... He's Mr. Bob. He's Mr. Universe. Mm-hmm. He's like the, the most ripped person uh, on the planet. And it's like you're pretending that when he goes home and takes a shirt, like you, you don't notice. Like, I oh, know. Howard, you're so boring. I know. Oh, your pectoral muscles. And then all of a sudden, he's, yeah, it's just so bizarre. Howard? Yeah. I love how Robert Conrad is like uh, the cop goes, ah, oh, we wish we had more people like you on the force, Turbo Man. <laughs> Jesus. Vigilantes, I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. no. So the big bad. thing that happens at the end of the movie is that Jamie decides to give the doll uh, to Sinbad for his son, who is uh, not His present. dead son. Yeah. His dead son. Uh, yeah. And then he's like, As Sinbad Why? is getting hauled away by the and police, he's like, by the way. Thanks. And he's like, uh, I got the real Turbo Man at home. But the thing is, uh, it's like, poor Sinbad. Arnold's not bringing that suit home. <laughs> no. I love, how, I love how it's only Sinbad that's getting hauled away. Of course. But Sinbad <laughs> is also like, hey, man, sorry about trying to kill your uh, It's because he's black, Colin. <laughs> exactly. That's where I was going, Justin, but I didn't want to oh, say okay. it. And sorry, then it, it the ends <laughs> with Arnold being hoisted up by the crowd and smiling <laughs> awkwardly. Yeah, he's like... Yeah. It's a ridiculous it, shot. One thing I do love about this whole, like in, entire movie is that, uh, you know when you do, you go into audio booths sometimes, you do wilds, they call it. Like Wild the, takes, yes. Yeah, there's like, uh, do some wilds. And you go like... Ah, uh, you just do some extra takes that are not like uh, with the picture. This whole movie is just like Arnold Wilde's, like, uh, but just like they don't feel like they fit. Like, I'm sure he loved doing ADR for this movie. He loves it. it like, do you think he has like a brother, like Bernie Schwarzenegger, <laughs> like, Tom like Tom Hanks, Hanks. who comes and does Tom all his wild brother, lines? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But he keeps. Hey, in, it's he me, keep, Bernie Schwarzenegger. All right, in, take. One. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's like you're learning English too well. No, down it down. Okay, well that is the end of the movie. How long have we gone for? We've gone over uh, forty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, not quite two hours. <laughs> My, We're still fifteen minutes away from that. Uh, from two yeah. hours. Well, I'm including the yeah. Patreon episode. So, oh, okay. <laughs> the Patreon episode was half an hour, and then we've gone for an hour and uh, forty-five. 45 Just yeah. on this? Yeah. Holy shit! So it's gonna be a, a little extra. Yeah, it's uh, a little Christmas I present. Don't you dare! Cut that part out where we talk about your love for the nostalgia critic. Yeah, all cable. right, all right. I can own up to <laughs> it. Keep it all in. If I have to yeah. say my love for Brian Setzer Orchestra, you got to keep that in. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to talk about anyway, Jump Jive and Whale. Um, thank you again. <laughs> thank you again uh, to our Patreon uh, subscriber, the lucky winner who uh, won the bad movie lottery, uh, Juha Matula. And uh, speaking of. Yeah, how's your luck now? <laughs> speaking of. Jingle all the way. We also want to thank Corey Trim again, uh, our uh, a, a fan who's done some amazing art for us. And if you follow us on Twitter, uh, and I'll put it on the uh, YouTube uh, art as well, he did a really really great uh, <laughs> uh, Christmas variant. Yeah, cr- Christmas <laughs> variant of our uh, podcast art with uh, me as Arnold, uh, Justin as Sinbad, and Colin as Turbo Man, and mm. it's. So good. We love it's it so much. <laughs> I should have mentioned it at the top of the episode, but I just, I love it so much. I think it's great. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm a uh, little disappointed that considering how much I work my body out and I'm so ripped that I'm not Turbo Man, but it, it's great art anyway. It's funny. I think you should just wear the Turbo Man outfit and then like Emily is all like, <laughs> Justin. Yeah, Emily's like, oh, Justin. Justin. <laughs> well, you get to be Sinbad with the uh, Gold Ninja logo on your hat. Yeah, that's a good, I, I like the Gold Ninja logo. I love that, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think we would all obviously recommend this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's growing on me. I gotta say, like I was me too. really like when I first watched it, it gave me such anxiety and made me feel bad for humanity. Yeah, I think I maybe hated it the first time. But I, I watched think it now back in the 90s. I kind of see the uh, I don't know the self aware bits. It's it's very clear, you know, that the director knows what it what it is. It, it is kind of like every time you watch it, it kind of I think it gets, gets better, better. Yeah, yeah, and it's it is becoming like a, a guilty pleasure with me to the point where it's like yeah. Yeah, it's so bad it's good but it's there is some anymore. stuff that it's, is actually it's, good it's yeah. not a guilty pleasure. Yeah, pleasure i think it's genuinely fun a lot yeah, like the is. director knows that arnie sounds like a madman in this role oh no 100 percent. and it's <laughs> yeah. just, it's all in the casting and yeah there are just some lines where you're like okay they know what they're doing so yeah and i i think that's that's definitely commendable um, it's available on Disney Plus, like we said, and you know many other places as well. Hey, wait a minute! Is it on Disney Plus? Does that mean we could get like a real jingle all the way uh, to Disney Plus Maybe. in uh, Canada? I have to say, uh, oh. I guess there's some differences between countries. I apologize for that, but I'm sure it's available many other places as well. It's a very popular movie. By the way, is this the first movie that I can think of that has like an after credit stinger? The first movie like ever? I don't know. <laughs> There are many movies that have <laughs> yes. stingers. Let's just Colin. say yes. Well, you skip to the, the okay. You know what I'm talking about. You skip to the end. Yeah. The end of the credits. The end of the credits. There are end credit stingers in Marvel movies all the time. But this nobody said this is the first one. Oh, ever. oh, okay. Um, sure, and we maybe. get Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Rita Wilson's like, oh, well, what did what you about get? Me, my Christmas. Present. And then he's like, so in the director's cut, that scene comes right before the credits. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I swear I've seen that before. I did. Uh, and then we waited, and I kind of just let it run, and then it happened. Well, at the we wanted end. to find out the Brian Setzer, uh, uh, who who sung what in the oh, movie. Oh yeah, right. Of uh, course. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Great movie. It's a t- it's a total recommend. Uh, you know, for all the reasons that we've stated in this podcast. And because we did a good movie this week, next week, oh boy, we're gonna suffer. Oh no, is it your choice? No. No. Uh, well, it's wh- whoever our choice. We made a deal that what we're gonna watch is you know it's what. Colin's choice, but yes. we already know what we're gonna do. We'll announce it at the end of the episode, right at the end. Okay. So first of all, I think I've forgotten what it is. Uh, first of all, <laughs> um, uh, if you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. and if you want to tweet at us, we're at no such thing pod, and we're on Patreon, patreoncom slash no such thing as a bad movie. If you're on the two dollar level or up, uh, like our winner this week. Uh, Every uh, couple months, we do a draw, and uh, if you're the lucky winner, uh, you get to pick an episode. And if you're on the $5 level, you get a bonus episode every two weeks. And next week, uh, we're going to do an episode on the Edgar Wright movie, uh, Last Night in Soho. And we also talk uh, a lot about our preferences in Edgar Wright's career. So we kind of do a rundown on that. So check that out. That'll be out next week. And... uh, if you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, uh, YouTube, all those places, I'm at April at Mansky. You can find me on Twitter at J. And if you need a present for someone who loves crazy movies, why don't you buy Thrilling Bloody Sword at GoldNinjaVideo.com. New on Blu-ray, a new scan. Wow. Ooh, I should pick that up. I always keep pushing content, April and Colin. <laughs> right. yes, <laughs> Sorry. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me.
Um, it, uh, if you like, if you like what Justin said and want to follow me on uh, Twitter, I'm Sergeant Zima, S G T Z I M A. Can I buy some uh, T-shirts with your famous catchphrases on them, uh, Colin? <laughs> no, I wish. No. <laughs> what What is a Colin catchphrase? I don't know. Smell you later. Colin's always <laughs> saying that. <laughs> no clue. Uh, remember back when... Tweet at us with things Colin says, and maybe we'll put them on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, um, God, no. My there favorite is no show. profit margin in t-shirts. Does anybody uh, know the show The Facts of Life from the 80s? <laughs> no. Anyone? Okay. Anyone? Uh, all right. So the next episode, uh, which will be coming out on Christmas Eve, you guys. Wow. Um, so it's we uh, like set our time... Like people get to like stop being with their families, like listen to this shit. Yeah, um, or they could maybe listen to it a couple days later. It's All up right. to them. So we're going to do the new Home Alone. That's oh <laughs> that's yeah, because you sneak away to listen to the show. Yes, on Christmas Eve. They're like, oh, I have uh, diarrhea for two hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, oh, no, not two hours. Probably more like sixty-five minutes. That's the plan. <laughs> so we're giving you a little sneak preview. Uh, uh, home sweet, home alone, or whatever it's called. Jesus Ugh. Christ! I God. have not seen it. I have. I've seen the trailer, but I haven't seen any other videos on it. So we're gonna subject ourselves. I didn't to know that. this was a thing. I'd never heard of it. Justin, you told me about it. I, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know it was a thing. No, I have not seen it either. It has. A shocking, um, <laughs> one of the lowest ratings for a big movie I've ever seen on Loader. Yeah, Lodabot. speaking of Disney Plus, um, the average oh. rating is one point five. Oh All right, well, you know what? That that works because uh, we just did a good Christmas movie, and now yeah. we're going to do a bad Christmas movie and a new one at that. Um, okay, so thank you for joining us, you uh, lovely fellows and gals. Okay. Um, enjoy the rest of your December. Christ. We will see you on Christmas Eve. You're like uh, you're like uh, Michael Caine in like uh, was it the Cider House Rules? Oh, <laughs> uh, you princes of New England. I don't know what you're talking about. My name's Cider April. House My rules. name's April Edmonds. The Tobey Maguire classic, April. <laughs> Cider House I'm rules. April Edmonds. He won an Oscar. I am I'm April. Justin the Clute. Listen, we still got another half an hour of material. We've got to keep going. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm Michael Caine, uh, speaking in place of Colin. And remember I'm ex- that... I'm, wait, I'm, ex- I'm accepting his award for him. We can't And stop. remember, Sorry. there's Sorry. no such thing as a bad there's movie. There's no such thing as Cider House rules.